please don't spoil the movie by adding your own soundtrack. Let's hop in. Are we? This We're is live. it. Thank God. Oh God. Jesus. That was like thirty minutes. I had literally five minutes of technical difficulty. It was like fifteen at least. No, it wasn't. It was ten. It was way felt too like long. it felt like fifteen. Trust Why me. do I keep, keep getting booked on these chicken gigs? <laughs> Get oh. a new, um, better oh, you're talking about this? I thought you got an email, like, literally right now, but you're talking about this. <laughs> no, I'm talking about this. I thought you got, like, an email, like, as you were talking. Oh. I was like, well, what happened? No, I'm talking about this podcast. Hello, not, not the podcast. <laughs> Crap. This is amazing work of art. All right. Our generation. Who are we? What are we doing? What is today? Let's go. <laughs> You can't, you can't push through the creative process, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a sticky note on this thing? Tell me about your life. Well, we're going to introduce ourselves because every time you're like, we have to introduce ourselves because when you listen to a podcast, they say their first name, their last name, their social security number, and then where they were born, how many guys they've slept with, and then where their parents died. I'm glad you're learning from me and you're like retaining my information. So, hi, welcome back to... Please, Please don't, don't spoil, spoil the movie. movie. Yeah. Yes, we won't see our names, though. I'll Thank let you have that one. But yeah, Thank you. You see the name of podcast. Anywho. How are you? How's life? Girl, guess what? I've, I've, I've been holding it in because I was like, I'm gonna, I can't wait to share it on the oh, pod. Yeah, what's that? What happened? <laughs> I bet you were messing it for a second. I was like, okay, it's going to be No. What, what happened? I was at work today. Uh-huh. And <gasps> what happened? Did a celebrity come? Stop touching the mic. Oh, no. <laughs> I am an admissions representative, and there's five of us. But now there's four. Is that good or bad? Someone got fired today. (gasps) Gasp. Fired for what? Yes. Okay, so there's five of us. Well, there was. So there's (laughs) there's three of us. Three of us are females. We're literally like click and clack, us three. Uh Um, We get along very well. And then there's another guy. um, He's great. Very quiet, uh-huh. sweet guy. Love him to death. And then there's way too old to be in this. First of all, way too old to be in this career path because this is very much an entry level position. So like me and the. Maybe we shouldn't say his name. We're deleting his name. Sorry. So and so H. We're gonna call him H. Should not be in this profession because he's entirely too old to have this position because it's okay. very much an entry level position. Gotta start somewhere. I guess, but he has a master's, so it's just like maybe he's just like coasting. Maybe he's just like I've been in the real world. I mean, I guess like different strokes for different folks. But anywho, like everyone in this job role is traditionally a young person. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So he already didn't fit in with us off bat, off rip. He's older, so he has an older way of thinking. Incredibly sexist. Ooh. Incredibly, incredibly sexist. Everything that comes out of his mouth, I'd be like, "Do you know what year we're in, <laughs> or do or did you just hop off the time machine <laughs> from 1965?" <laughs> oh my god, it is just it is baffling what comes out of his mouth, and it, it'd be so casual. And then it feels like every once in a while you wouldn't really think of it but since it's him and you know his behavior and his rhetoric you're like every time he says something even slightly sexist mm-hmm. or slightly misogynistic you're just like do you hear yourself like one time we were giving a campus tour and at the university 
we are majority female, just like all colleges across all universities. Yeah, majority know. females, mm-hmm. major women go to college more than men do. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. Right. And so we were giving a campus tour. We we're giving a large campus tour to some students, and he basically was just like, "And and ladies, y'all need to encourage these boys to come to college because they need to go to college because at the end of the day, y'all are gonna need them. Y'all are gonna rely on them. rely on them." Why is he? I was like, what's the name of this building? Right. (laughs) Oh my God. He's, he's sexist. He doesn't know anything. Every time he gives information, it's always inaccurate. He's always giving inaccurate information on tours to students. He's also a creep. I, he's winked at me. He's stuck his tongue out. out. Oh, nice. oh no, he, he's a Jamie, creep. You should have turned to HR. We could no, I, so I don't know what he had to have done because I vocalize how inappropriate he is before. Other people have vocalized how inappropriate he is before. Ooh. And have they done anything? Girl, you could have had you a lawsuit. I'm about to tell you. Have they done anything? I probably really shouldn't be saying all those. We'll, we'll, we'll take out the... My coworkers don't listen. Have they done anything? No. But... So, and then he must have really have done something. And then also, he's a terrible employee. I will say he, like, he's, he reached his numbers, okay? His, like, target goal for, like, incoming students on his territory. I'll give him that much. But, like, you know how, like, there's those people, there's those movies where it's just, like, kind of like a, like a Coach Carter or, like, a uh-huh. Remember the Titans type feel where there's, like, this this elderly figure and they like to to like spill their their wisdom uh-huh. and mindset into like younger students, yeah. high school students, you know, movies like that, yeah. like, you know, that kind of, he likes to do that, but he's an idiot. <laughs> so it doesn't work. But so he's just like, and then he'll go, he'll go missing throughout the day for like hours on time. And he has like 47 kids. So his excuse is always like, oh, I got to go pick up the kids. He's got like two younger kids, but then he has like four older kids that like don't even live with him. Yes. And then he's just like, oh, got to go pick up the kids. Got to go drop the kids off at the airport. Why don't you, why do you, why are you here and your kids live in North Carolina? I don't know. That's none of my business, but whatever. But he's just always doing something he shouldn't be doing. So tell me about his firing today. Exactly. So we're, I'm in my office. I'm minding my business. My office is in the front. My one of my coworkers is one of the females who I'm click clack with. Her office is in the back, as well as our director, so yeah. our boss. So she's getting all the tea. I'm in the front. I don't know what's going on. So we we're in recruitment season. So this is travel season. We're going to different college fairs. We're going to be gone days out of the days out of the time, like out of the week. Um, they won't be seeing us as often. So she comes into my office and because H. The guy who got fired, he was supposed to be going to Mobile, Alabama for two days. And she comes into my office and she's like, Jade, something's going on. I was like, girl, what's happening? And she was like, H was supposed to go on these fairs, but M, our director, (laughs) our director called, called me into the office and was like, I need you to take H's fair and I need you to be flexible with your travel schedule moving forward. She was like, close the door. Don't tell anybody. And I was (laughs) like, like, and I come (laughs) and I was like, girl, and, and I was like, well, what do you think that means? And she was like, I think they're going to fire H. And I was like, well, what could he, what could he have done? <laughs> I was like, I was like, Kay, <laughs> her name's, you know, I was like, what could he have done? I mean, he's been twiddling his thumbs the moment I've gotten here. So like so today funny. they choose the like day. Like, right. I'm like, he's done this, this, and this, and this. And all of a sudden they want to fire him. Like, what's going on? Oh, and then she's just like, girl, I don't know. He had, mu- like, he... 
she was saying she thinks he must have done something outside of the university because like we've all had our you know run-ins and complaints and issues with him but she was like it had must have been something outside the university for them to act on it and then but this is at this point it's just speculation right so then we get an email from our director and then she's like who's the female the Mm -hmm. futurist female so we get an email from her and she's like ladies because only the ladies are in the office today for whatever reason it just happened that way Mm -hmm. and she was like ladies we have a um a relaxation room on in our building and she was like i need all of you to go into the relaxation room close the door and don't come out until i say so God, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? And then Kay K- tweeting. Yes. And then Kay's like, I told you. I told you, Jade. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what's going on? You think he's going to like. Yeah. And then so at this point, I'm like, yeah, okay. He's definitely getting fired. So we all go into the relaxation uh-huh. room. We're waiting. She comes in and she's like, okay, just to keep you updated, we're terminating H as of immediately. Blah, 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 blah. And this is at like three o'clock. Damn. We leave at five. Yeah. And this is so this is at like the Fire end of the day. At 10 a.m., please. Yes. Yes. They had him work a whole Let work day. Let me beat traffic. Yes. So then she's like, okay, as of effectively immediately, we're terminating H. And then one of the girls is like, well, why are y'all firing him? What did he do? Well, what y'all gonna do about this? Well, how about that? And then Her she's questions. like, our director is like, calm down. I'm going to answer these questions later. <laughs> I was like, I later, just, I just need, and then, and then she was like, moving forward, like, if y'all are going to stay late at the office, I don't want y'all to stay late by yourselves. What did he And do? I'm like, what? The- well, first of all, if he did something uh, sexually offensive, they should have been listening to y'all's complaints. I'm saying, and like, it was it like, like it's reached I had no, point. exactly. And now we're finally doing something. I hadn't even been working there maybe like two months, and he was like winking at me and sticking his tongue at me like a freaking weirdo. Take your tongue out, sir. I will. Uh, I so I don't know what car. he had. I, I don't know if she was saying that in regards to like a. Like, you know how people people get fired and then, you yeah. know, they might retaliate, retaliate. So, I don't know if she was saying it from that aspect no. or if she was saying it like, he's a danger to women. No, definitely danger to women. So, I don't know. It was like, if you're going to stay late. Well, no, I'm nervous. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I'm very nervous. Mm, I don't like that. That's scary. He was, in fact, a creep. So. <gasps> Why would you do that? It's not even a knock. Ooh. Yeah. Missy. My mom just can't interrupt. Why'd you bang on the door like that? Right. It wasn't. A, it was it's, like a. <clears throat> it seemed abrupt. We were just talking about some murderer. Right. <laughs> One of my coworkers got fired today, mom. Why? I'll tell you later. We're recording. Bye. <laughs> Why? <laughs> she goes. Why? You brought her in. You're like, bye. <laughs> I was like, get out. But oh, yeah. Wow. That was wild. And it was just, it's so crazy because, like, us three Uh admission representatives, the three of us that are really close, the female ones of us, we cannot stand him. Like, we're just like, he makes us uncomfortable. He's a weirdo. He stares. He lingers. He just, he doesn't understand social cues. He's almost like a Michael Scott, but, like, not even in a funny way. This is like, so, and he was fired today. Wow. How old was he, do you think? He's in his 40s, late 40s. Mm. We should look up his And then we're all in his, like, we're all in our 20s. Right. 
later on I'm gonna ask for his last name so I can look him up on LinkedIn. Yeah. So that was that. Do you have anything to catch up or brush us up on? Um, nothing too crazy. I will say last night I watched everything, everywhere, all at once. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. You liked great. it? it I have to great. watch it. I think that's what I've been hearing about the movie that I've been hearing about. It seems. I think it's the one. Is it Korean? Mm-hmm. Japanese? What? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very good. Did you ever watch Parasite? No, I need to. Not watch that I'm it. comparing Korean movies. Yeah, but. but no, I need to watch. Parasite. What is the movie about? Give us a uh, brief. Um, I would say the plot of the movie is more. Well, I'm not gonna say. So it's this lady. It's like Terminator, kind of like. Never seen no, it. kind of like a dis- dystopian universe, and this guy comes back to the to our version. Okay, sorry, I'll start over. <laughs> Are you familiar with the multiverse? The multiverse? It's very big with the Marvels, Rick and Morty. Yeah, Mar- multiverse. Okay. Like there's there's universes within universes or something. Like many versions of you and live in different universes. They all had different outcomes because you did a different thing each okay. time in different life. So it's basically like that. She, her version of her is supposed to save the world from this evil thing that's taking over. Love that. And, and they're able to get the skills from different universes. So like in one, in like one universe, she was a movie star and she learned karate. So when she's in her current universe, she's able to access that and pick up karate. So like they're able to like pick up their skills from other universes. Interesting. But there's like this evil thing that's going on that's destroying it it's not really big of a thing who the evil thing it's her daughter it's not that big of a you kind of figure that out like the five first five seconds in but oh. you don't know why she's evil interesting yeah but it's really good the, the i think i would say the theme of it is the over i think it's big it's theme it's theme heavy but the way they talk about the theme is interesting that makes i sense. see the execution is the is ah. the uh is the pull in but it's really good i see yeah, you should check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Woo-hoo! Okay! Anything else we want to talk about? No, let's dive in. I'm about to dive, dive in. in! Okay. I'm glad we both knew what to do there. Okay. So, today's movie is... Drum roll, please! Ten things I hate about you. And seven things I hate the most that you do. You make me love you. Why'd you say, oh my God, like that? Because I completely forgot to put in my notes what year and month the movie came out. Oh my Amateur mistake. Amateur what, mistake. Year, 1999. Look at you, no, something, something. I'm surprised. Okay, so the movie we're doing is 10 Things About You. Things you ready for you. the summary? I wrote this myself. Let's see what you got. I'm very proud of myself. Let's see. I'm proud of you. Okay, the summary. Just in case you've never heard of this film, unless you've been, you know, living under a rock. A rock of 10 movies. You're like, yeah. Based on, here's the summary, by the way. Mm. Based on William Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew, 10 Mm. Things I Hate About You is. Sorry. That's okay. 10 Things I Hate About You is retold in 90s American high school. When new student Cameron sees the gorgeous and popular Bianca Stratford, he immediately falls for her and has the ambition to pursue her. Unfortunately for Bianca, strict Mm. rules in the Stratford household forbid her from dating until her stubborn older sister Kat begins to date. 
The situation seems highly unlike it, unlikely, ble- being that Kat does not conform to the typical status quo of high school and has no interest in dating. Sweet and in- innocent Cameron and narcissistic rich boy <laughs> Joey both want to date Bianca and they devise a plan and hire Australian bad boy Patrick to court Kate. First met with resistance by Kate, <laughs> the two begin to fall for each other. Oh my god, that was actually good. But the way you were like telling your, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm, I'm drunk and I've got to get this right. And I was still stumbling over my words. But yeah, that's the summary. Okay, let's let's just facts. Facts Thank and figures. You. Thank you. Let's jump into the facts and the figures. It was written by Karen <laughs> McCullough. You said you said Karen. Karen. <laughs> Karen. It was written by Karen McCullough. <laughs> Whatever. You can do it. No one cares. Yes. And no one's heard of these writers. And Kristen Smith. It was directed by Gil Junger. And it mm-hmm. was released on March 31st, 1999. Okay, so when I did, you know how I like do my digging and I'm like, oh, this person right. was up for the role. This person was up for that role. I couldn't find much and I was really upset. I saw like Kate, Kate Hudson. Yes. So, Josh Hartnett, do you know who that is? Joshy. No, she doesn't. Um, let's see. Think Pearl Harbor. Mm, think no. um, 40 Days and 40 Nights. No. 40 Days and 40 Nights. No. You don't know that movie? No. Um, what else is he in? I feel like he was very much like a 90s like heartthrob and is like not relevant at all no. in today's age. Oh, I remember him from O. Is that him? Mm-hmm. And he's an O. With. Which is another movie based off of a Shakespeare play, which is Othello. Othello. The 90s were good for basing a film off of a Shakespeare play. I think they should do that more often. I think they should, too. Shakespeare got it right. Because this was based off of a Shakespeare play. Was Shakespeare? No, that was... It was built off of a play, though. It seems like the 90s was... All the 90s movies... Inspired by... They were all inspired by plays. Cruel Intentions was a dangerous liaison. Oh, yes. Ten Things I Hate About You is a taming of the shrew. She's All That was based off Uh of... um, Pam, Panna, Panna. Whatever. Pygmalion. And then that one you like with the, um, with Amanda Bynes. What's her, oh, um, she's all that. No, no, no. She's the man. She's the man was based off of the 12th Uh, night. That's a Shakespeare play. Anything that involves scheming. Yeah. (laughs) Which is funny because that generation was based off of plays. And then our generation is like based off of of remakes. Oh, books books. and remakes. Books, books, books. It was a book that. Uh, hundreds of teens watched you're turning into a movie honey that's so true bring it back that's so true i guess they ran out of place so anywho so josh josh harnett was up for the role of patrick who is played by heath ledger Mm -hmm. um as well as austin Austin kutcher ashton kutcher you know it's really hard for me to see him in roles that he's mean in but a lot of his roles He's a douche. He's a douche. Ashton Kutcher. He can play a douche. He, you know, he does it most of the time. The only yeah. movie, the only movie I can think that he's a um, Scooby Doo, right? You no, no, uh, <laughs> you are tripping. But he could have done Scooby Doo. He could have done the tall one. He could have Shaggy. Sco- yeah. whatever. Shaggy. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Shaggy. He could have done Shaggy. Bad with names. He could have done really he well. 
Um, but yeah, I couldn't have seen him in this role as Patrick. Everything I can I see him as a douche. Back, <laughs> what? <laughs> so everything I said earlier, I take back because I was talking with somebody else. Oh lordy. <laughs> Uh, whatever. Yeah. I can see him as a douche, but I can't see him as, as a like a mysterious boy. bad boy who yes. is like intimidating. Right. No, me neither. And then um Eliza Deshku. Mm. Oh my god, who is that? She was Oh, you don't know? You tell me. I'm 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 reading this, I'm like, who the hell is that? Eliza Oh, oh, oh sis from Bring It On. Missy. Missy from Bring It On. Okay. Your school has no gymnastics team. This is a last resort. She auditioned for the role of Kate, which definitely could have been like Mm -hmm. picture perfect. That could have been her role. Right. As well as Katie Holmes. She was considered for the role. Can't see it at all. Too blonde. Too girl next door. Too sweet. Too innocent. But whatever. She was up for the role as Kate as well. But her mother, Goldie Hawn. You know who Goldie Hawn is? Goldie! No. You know Goldie Hawn? The name sounds familiar, so if you told me... And... Let's see what she's on. Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn is... That was like a name from Star Wars. Goldie Hawn. What's Goldie Hawn in? Oh, she's in, she's in the First oh. Wives Club. Yes, I know. Wait, about. can we do that one next? Um, We have to start getting to our Halloween episodes. Okay, so but we we're going to... Definitely First Wives Club is on the list. But she was on First Wives Club, Overboard, The House Becomes Sitter, Her. Death Becomes Her... Yes. The Banger Sisters. Yeah, she Banger was in her sisters. bag. I don't know that one. But, okay, so Goldie Hawn. So Kate Hon- Katie Holmes' mother, yeah. Goldie Hawn, was like, mm, I don't like the script. You won't be able to do it. Sorry. Uh, script, script, like me. So she didn't do it. Okay, and then that's about it. That's all the people who are up for mm-hmm. whatever. Do you want to guess the budget in the box office? The budget is, we're in a school. We don't do too much. I would say right. 7 mil, 10 mil. Not bad. Actually, no, because I know they did that. I know they, at the very end, the little on stage thing cost them some money a pretty pity yeah it is so I'm gonna go ahead and say if a 20 mil Mm-mm. too high too low love too high darling mm. I'm gonna bring it down to 10 mil 12 mil 12 mil sir 13 13 million dollars <coughs> oh my god <coughs> don't die babe <laughs> it's too late I'm dead inside do you wanna dex- guess the box office I'm saying a hundred a hundred million. I'm not playing with these movies these time. I know the last two movies have missed their mark. Yeah. People weren't seeing them, but I'm saying a hundred million. Heath Ledger. Okay. A hundred million. That's my guess. Is it I'm more? sorry to upset you, but that oh is not correct. Oh my God. What is it? It wasn't, it wasn't a, a box office bomb or anything, but it, it just did 60 million. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. I was, I was surprised that it was that low. I was like, I honestly would have guessed like a hundred like you, yeah. you know? But it is what it is. We live and we learn. Okay. So that's all I really have for my notes. Now, I will say, we all know, if you don't know, I'm telling you now, I'm a huge fan of Gabrielle Union. And I've read her book, We're Gonna Need More Wine. And of course, she's in the movie, if you hadn't known. She's in 10 Things I Hate About You. And she talks about it in her book. Now I'm gonna ask Jordan. I can give you the synopsis of what she said in her book, or I can read to you it. And it's a page and a half. I knew she was going to say that. A whole page and a half? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. So, this was Gabrielle Union's first movie, and what she said was, um, you know, when you she... to read a page and a half? <laughs> yeah, right. This is going to be a page and a half anyway, so you really should have just given me... Give, it a, give a short brief. 
Okay, so she was just like, you know, this was her first ever movie. Mm -hmm. And everybody, as soon as everyone arrived on set, everybody got along. It was like literally... I thought it was like a... No, it was literally like summer camp, she said. Like, everybody Mm -hmm. got along. Her and one other girl, they were the oldest. And then everyone else was like... the other girl? Because it must have been Melinda. Medela. Yeah, Mad- like yeah. How'd you she know? Looked the, she looked older. Yeah, her. That she was like those. There, them two uh-huh. was the oldest, and then everybody else were younger. They were all under like twenty one. Yeah, because um, Gabrielle was like twenty six. Yeah, and, and she they was, were like sixteen, seventeen. Other cast members. Mm-hmm. They're like babies. Yeah. So everybody was super young. They were the oldest. Um, it was like summer camp when they when they arrived. They had it in their contract that everybody had to be treated the same, which. I like, but at the same time, low-key seems unfair because, like, why, if I'm Kristen, not Kristen, if I'm Julia Stiles, why is Gabrielle Union getting the same treatment as me? Girl, I'm the star of this movie. But anywho, but what, she, what would the? I mean, what would they be like? You sit in your trailer. My tra- my paycheck should be bigger. My trailer should be bigger. Oh, well, I should have an assistant. I don't know. We don't know about. I'm sure the. Pay I mean, different. the paycheck was probably yeah, different, sure but she was saying that all of them got the. They had in their contract that all of them had to get the same treatment, so all of their trailers were the same size. Yeah. Yada yada yada, etc. So you create a equal cast. You're right, I guess. And then she was saying that Heath Ledger came a week after filming, so they had already all right. established their relationships, and they were all very, like, close Not and tight-knit. <laughs> and then, right, <laughs> and then they were, like, nervous once he came in. They were like, is he gonna ruin the vibe? Right. Like, they were all really concerned. And then, so the day that they got the call that he was coming in, mm-hmm. they were like, whoever, somebody's assistant or whatever, like, oh, he's at a bar here if y'all wanna go meet him. And then, Gabrielle Union and the other chick who were the oldest, they were like, they're the only ones who could get in the right. bar. So they were like, okay, we're going to go scope him out. And then we're going to report back to y'all and tell you, you know, how he is. And so they meet him and she, Gabrielle was like saying like he was very suave and he had a girl with him who was like literally in his, he's 19 at the time, mm-hmm. but the girl who was with him was literally like 35. Can't blame her. And they were like kissing and making out. Oh, and wow. then, Yeah. And then he, he introduced them, himself to them and he was really sweet and like mysterious and attractive. And then when they went back to the group and they were like, he's going to fit in perfectly. Right. Uh-huh. Everyone relax your nerves. I feel like the Heath Ledger we get in this movie is probably the closest depiction of Heath Ledger. I agree. Movies. I agree. And then um, she was saying that like everyone kind of had a crush on everybody because everyone mm-hmm. was so young and attractive. Right. And she was saying, like, once filming ended, everyone was like, we're going to keep in touch. Like, I swear. Like, we're going to we're yeah. gonna do this again. And there, she was like, that never happened. Yeah, it never does. And she was like, they all, like, because a lot of them, this was, like, you know, their first star. Like, this yeah. was her first movie. This was Heath's first American movie. Jordan. And then she was like, everyone kind of just, like, they kept the show going. Like, right. after, like, it was like, you know, we got to... Build Hollywood sleeps for yeah. no one, honey. And then she was saying, um, when he died, everyone like was. Oh. It, it felt everyone just felt it. It shook everybody. Um, whenever she saw him, they would always chop it up like it was old times. Right. It was like you know they were like seeing each other like it was yesterday. So in case you haven't don't know, Heath Ledger died. Heath Ledger is dead. Oh, ouch! And he is. I don't really get caught up in like celebrity dubs. But that was a tough. But one. that was a tough. Him and Bernie Mac's death, Whoop. I it hurts me. Right. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what is it about Bernie Mac's death. But when I found out Bernie Mac died, I was like, that oh. was a loss. It was a loss. That man was hilarious. He was just. I don't know. I, maybe it was from the Bernie Mac show, and I just felt like he was like just that that dad figure. But when he died, I was like, ouch. And when Heath Ledger died, I was like, 
I was the good die young. <laughs> that was the a, perfect example. It was just like, is America not having a funeral right now? Like, why is the world not shut right. down? It was, and it's just out of nowhere. It uh, was, it was a tough one. It was right after the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, it was just like he just came out with this incredible film with this incredible acting, and now he's left us. And now we can't see anything from him ever again. I know. I really want to see what they have because that he was filming one more movie and it was suddenly he was a clown in it or something like that. Yeah, and I really want to see. Yeah, I don't think they ever finished it. No, they, they did finish oh, it. They did? So what happened was they I forgot what the movie's called, but he they didn't the film didn't finish filming when he died. So what they did was no. the movie was so weird that it would work if they added different people to play him. Oh, okay. So like Johnny Depp came in and played his role and like two other people came in and played his role because the movie was like weird. Yeah. The movie it seemed weird. Yeah, the movie it was like right chaos. All right, let's begin. <laughs> 10 things I hate about you. Scene 1. Before we start, can I wait? Can I just say like how weird of a title that is? Ten things I hate about you. I was you know why I think it's called that? Why? Because I think it rhymes with the taming of the shrew. Ten things I hate about you. The taming of the shrew kind of does rhyme. That's why I think it. That's That's why I think it was named after that. Because they, yeah, that could be it. I just thought it was weird. I'm like, this this is a BuzzFeed list. (laughs) Like I was like, I've never, I just never seen a title with like ten things I hate about you. It's like a magazine article right you're it's right like, and it's like the title of a it's movie. like clickbait yeah i'm like how did this get approved i agree i agree but okay it is i don't know maybe a monday of school and we're on our way to school and what song is playing it's like this lovely like it's girl like punk song but it's like flowers and rainbows right here's my first it's like, day it's like school. three girls in a car they're like in this convertible we're bumping it and then here comes our main character cat stratus Stratford. Stratford. Pulling up right next to her in like the most angst and she's like playing the most angsty punk rock music. Uh, I don't get this though. Actually, uh, I don't give I'm a damn like a bad reputation. Living in a world is a new reputation. Which is literally sums her up. To a T. To a T. I read somewhere that she really wanted this role and I was like, I could... It's like perfect for her. She was like, I really really wanted that role i mean she needed it because like what else could she have played she doesn't have the girl next door look yeah like this is all she could have done ever <laughs> i mean honestly like she doesn't it is perfect for her i'm sure she read it was like this is yeah this she is does like she doesn't have like the the face of like she's let's give her a makeover and she's gorgeous and she's pretty and popular now right she looks mean it was definitely a, a, among teen dramas or teen love movies. It's a very different vibe. Because usually they are like making someone over and it's like in the end they're like yeah. hotter. She's like, you know, I'm going to stay like this. I'm going to stay <laughs> like, angry the, the whole, whole film. Movie. Yes. But that ba- basically summaries, summarizes up. So, so, and then we meet the new kid, Carmen? Cameron? Cameron, Cameron. who was played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, I did not go over who plays who. Oh my God. Okay, real quick. Kate is played by Julia Stiles. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm doing this from my brain. It's okay. I got Heath you. Ledger is Patrick is played by Heath Ledger. Bianca is played by a girl who we name we do not know and it's not important, but she used to have a show on Nickelodeon. Oh. Cameron is played by Joseph Gordon Levitt. One of his uh, this is breakout film. Roles. One of his breakout roles, a superstar now in his right. Um, Gabrielle. Um, Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union played. is the flunky of Bianca. And her name is... Um, and her name is Chastity. Chastity. 
Joey, which is the rich kid who is a narcissist, is played by Andrew Keegan. Um, so Susan May Pat Pratt, she plays Melinda, who is like the friend of Cat. Um, and then David Crumholtz. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's is played by Michael is played by David Crumholtz. <laughs> K R U M H O L T Z. Okay. And then Bianca is played by Larissa Olenica or something. I don't know. And the um, teacher, Mr. Morgan, he's played by Daryl Mitchell. Yes. I did not. And then Mr. Morgan is played by Daryl Mitchell, who is now a paraplegic. He was not a paraplegic when the film was made. He was in a motorcycle accident back in some years ago. I don't know. Maybe like 2004 or something like that. And then I remember, I read an article about it. He was going to, because he's a comedian. Yeah. And he was like, once oh. he got in the accident, he was like, he was going to give it all up. I forgot who encouraged him not That's to. Too. Oh, cool. But someone, like another comedian, like a fellow comedian was like, no, like. Keep it going. Stick with it. Oh, I'm going to look into it. I did not know yeah. that. He has a familiar face. I just, I know I know him from this movie, but I don't know what other movie I know him from. Because he was on an episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. And on an episode mm. of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, he was in a wheelchair. Oh, interesting. And you might think, like, oh, he's not really in a... But no, he was really in a wheelchair. So, anywho, so it's Cameron's first day of school. He meets a crazy principal. I don't know how far we want to She's a guidance counselor. Is she? she's a Mm -hmm. principal. No, she's a guidance counselor. Huh. I always thought she was a principal. Mm -hmm. I don't know how how far we want to dive into her, but... She's crazy. She's she's writing an... uh, What's the word? Like a, um... Exotic? Exotic, um... Not exotic, though. Erotic. Erotic. Sex novel. Yes. She's in her office while she's at school she's very she's very interesting yeah so he's he's meeting her as the first day of school and since it's his first day of school he gets a little buddy to walk him around and that's when we meet michael who's michael. played by crumb Zaltz, yes the guy who i'm in anywho so in the school hallways cameron is getting a tour from michael and michael is showing him the different social groups real you know mean girl style like yeah he i think the here's the are, jocks yes we have the basic beautiful people, the, the popular kids. These um, these like I'm like wrote down what he how he describes them. I think they're really funny because they're really random. Mm-hmm. He has the coffee kids. Don't talk to them because they're too unhinged. Right, the white rastas who think that they are black, and all they do is listen to Bob Marley and smoke weed. The cowboys, the close. They're in Seattle, by the way. Yeah. This movie is set in Seattle. Which is so random for someone to be like. I want to be a cowboy. Cowboy. That's my identifier. They're in Seattle. Yeah. Why, where, <laughs> what do they even know? Like, where do they even get the idea from? Literally. Like, what magazine did you buy? Literally. And then we have their future MBAs, which is a clique that Michael used to be a part of, but he got kicked out of, of it recently. Because someone started a rumor. <laughs> and he buys it. What was his name? Peppy Longstacking? No. <laughs> no. Bogey, Bogey something. Bogey, I have his name but Bogey is his first name. Okay, somebody name. by the name of Bogey started a rumor about Michael <laughs> that he buys his, what is it, Izod's? Izod's from an outlet mall. From an outlet mall. Izod's is. Is, like is like a shirt brand or something. I didn't, I don't even get that, what that means. Like, it's still the brand. Like, what am I supposed to buy these shirts for? Because it's discounted at the outlet, outlet mall, I Could guess. Could you imagine me? So he's like, you're poor. Right, the future MBAs. I can't get my shirts from a discount sh- place. Right, and then that's why he got kicked out. And he's very upset about it. But he was like, "What do you say?" Like last week, these people he was like, "Last me. week, I was their god." Right, but he's got kicked out of his nerd group. Um, and then Cam, while they're doing a tour, Cameron locks eyes yeah. on Bianca Stratford 
Um, He sees her from afar. She walks past them. And he is instantly in love with yes. her. And he's like, he turns to Michael and is like, who is that? And Michael's like, girl, stay. And then, yeah, Michael's like, <laughs> no, baby, don't, don't even bother. Don't even don't try. That is Bianca Stratford. She's a sophomore. Her dad has this really strict rule about her dating. Right. And even if you weren't in her league, you still can't go down with her. Even if. And she, he was like, she is a reminder that guys like us cannot have her. <laughs> he really does not like her. Yeah. Like, every time he brings her he up do, for, like, he is, the beginning half of the movie, he's like, ugh. Michael's like, I'm not here for Bianca. So the next scene, we are in English class, and we get more of Cat Stratus. Stratford. What's Stratus? Is someone named Stratus? Oh, Trish Stratus from oh. WWE. There it is. She's in English class, and she just has a lot of opinions. <laughs> her and the English teacher, who's played by Daryl Mitchell... He's called Mr. Morgan in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they always have these like go back guess, and forth. Yeah, she's like always like lobbying for like. She's like, "This is sexist. This is anti-feminism." Right. And he's like, "Girl, just read the assignment. Just do the assignment. assignment I right. give you a book. Just read it." The assignment. He's and like, "No one else cares. Why do you care so much?" He called. I think he calls her out for like being like white privilege. Yes. And like she says, she wants more books written by white. I'm like women. He's like, "Girl, I just want books written by black people." And then briefly, Patrick comes to class and he literally comes in and like dips out. Heath Ledger. He literally comes into class and is like, what did I miss? And then Kat's like, you know, just misogyny. And he's like, okay, great. I'm leaving now. And then I guess the teacher, he like, the teacher gets pissed off enough with Kat that he kicks her out of class. They really just don't like it. So this is a lot of back and forth in the beginning because we're like giving everyone's take. Yeah, we're meeting everybody throughout the first like 20 minutes yeah. of the scene. We meet Cameron, we meet Bianca, we meet Michael, we meet Patrick, we meet Kate. So it's just like a lot of this scene to that scene. Right. So now we're back in the school courtyard and Joey... So Bianca's walking by and Joey sees her and Joey is the narcissistic mm-hmm. rich kid. He's very attractive. He has like slick yeah, hair. Think almost like nineties, like I don't know, Fabio. Like he he's very attractive, very aesthetically pleasing. He has like <laughs> pants. He has like That's a pantsuit. And then he has like a wife. A wife. A white t-shirt tucked mm-hmm. into his pants he's just hot he's he looks he's really a, good. he's a definition pretty boy he's a pretty boy so when he walks when bianca walks by they say like virgin alert blah 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 blah. they're like ha 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 and her he's basically like i want her his friend's like i want to steal her virginity right and her friend's like out of your league and joey's like i could get that and he's like okay bet and he's like i don't i don't even need a bet i'm gonna do this for my own personal joy so you can keep all that money like we don't need to play something like i'm doing this for me honey he said i don't you know He's like, we don't have to put in money on it. He's like, I know what I got, and she wants it, right? And I can win her easy. And then while that's happening, <laughs> Carmen is watching. Cameron. Cameron is watching people who watching Bianca. He's like, who's that? Who is Joey? And then Michael's like, you know, this is who he is. We find out that Joey is a model, and Cameron is still gushing over Bianca again. Michael continues to say, I hate her, and she's out of your league. But um, Michael brings to Cameron's attention that she is looking for a french tutor and despite cameron's like oh my god great that's perfect and then michael's like oh you speak french and he's like no but i will so basically cameron is going to take any lengths 
whatsoever to like, get into Bianca's presence. Literally in love with her sight. He's literally in love with her. So what we have establishing here is that <laughs> we see that both Joey, the narcissistic mm-hmm. rich boy, and Cameron both like Bianca. One intentions are pure and the other intentions are not so much exactly so and then so we're now we're in the parking lot school day's over cat has a run-in with joey and the two continue to exchange words they're always like giving digs at each other and they walk away joey sees bianca and chastity he's like hey girls you want to ride home chastity is played, played by, by gabrielle right. union so chastity and bianca are bffs and cat and her friend Mandela. Mandela, yes. Um, they see her sister. They see um, Bianca, Bianca and Chastity get in the car with Joey. And they're like, not into it. They're like, whatever. They're like, mm, that's an interesting new development. <laughs> um, I don't know. I always like don't understand why they put this part in the movie. Michael is ran off a cliff in his motorbike. I don't know why they yes. put this Yes. So, okay. So, in that scene, this is in the parking lot. So... They get in the car with Joey, Mandela and Kate sees, then Michael and Cameron see mm-hmm. Bianca and Chastity get in the car with Joey. And then that's when Michael, because throughout this whole movie, we don't know that Bianca and Kate are sisters. And then that's when oh. Michael's on his like moped. Yeah. And he almost gets hit by Kate, who's driving. And then Cameron's like, oh, are you okay? And he was like, I'm fine, but that's your girlfriend's sister, by the way. <laughs> and he was like, that's Bianca's sister. Right. And then, okay, so, so get this. And he, Michael's like, yeah, that's the shrew herself. The movie is based off of oh. the taming of the shrew. Michael calls Kate a that's shrew. Oh, and she's the, she's the shrew that he's She's shrew, yeah, because she's the taming of the shrew. So next scene, we're at the St- the Stanford's Stratford. Stratford Stratford Strap on Stratford the Stratford's <laughs> house, and we hear more rock. So the whole soundtrack of this movie is like girl angsty rock band it's like punk. punk, and it's like perfect. I love it. Um, and for the first time, we meet the girl's dad, and he's very he's a doctor. He's uptight. He's just strict. He's you strict. Know? He's just so. Kat is really excited because she just got her acceptance letter into Sarah Lawrence. Sarah Lawrence College, which is a liberal arts college located in New York City. And remember, it's not New York City. It's in the state of New York. But remember, they live in Seattle. So it's across the country. She's very happy, but the daddy is not. He's like, Sarah Lawrence, like, why... That's what far. happened to you staying here right. in like, Washington? Ah. Like, that's so far. And he was like, isn't that, like, across the country? And she's like, hello, that's basically the reason for its appeal, because I can leave this horrid right. place. And Bianca's like, can't wait. And Kat's like, oh, great. Ask, tell Dad who, who gave you a ride home today if you're so happy. Like, just, like, doing this sister thing. And her dad is for briefly distracted about her sister, her daughter, his daughter going off. He's like, well, who got, who gave you a ride home? So this prompts her dad to, to like figure out that she came home with Joey. And we bring up the fact that the girls can't date or the original rule is that the girls can't date until they go off to college. Yes. So Kat is literally not interested in any boys. So it's not a problem for her in high school, but Bianca is boy crazy. So this is, this is the big deal for her. She wants to date. It's a big problem, and it's going to be a theme throughout the whole movie. Somehow the dad's like, okay, new rule. Because I, I guess he's trying to pretend like he's going to... 
He's trying he's, he's trying, trying to pretend like he's reasoning yeah. with Bianca about the whole dating situation and he's like, "Okay, yeah, new rule. You can date when Cat does." Right. And then of course, Bianca's like, "What are you like that's so unfair. She's never going to date. She's a mute. She <laughs> is an annex, uh, uh, an anti-society, anti-dating." anti-life, anti-happiness person. So you're going to tell me I can't date until she dates? Well, that's never going to happen. Right. And the dad knows that. He's a, he's, a, he's a tricky one. He knows what he's doing. And then he's like, well, if she don't date, then you don't date. He's like, he's like and he was like proud of himself. He's like, oh, I like that rule. He's like, mm, I like this idea. Great. He's like, this is the new rule. This is what we're going to stick to. Bianca's upset. Cat doesn't care. <laughs> She's like, okay, whatever. whatever. So the next scene, we're in the library, and Bianca is meeting up at with the school, Cameron. right? Yeah. And Bianca is meeting up with Cameron to go over her her French lessons because yes, because remember now Cameron has lied <laughs> and an says that French. he knows French, so he can get close to Bianca and teach her the French language. Right. So right off dome, he's like, "Do you want to go on a date?" <laughs> Oh, he didn't waste waste no time. They, like, literally, like, say hi to each other. And he's like, well, do you want to go on a date? She's like, what? And then Bianca was like... That's adorable. Calvin, you know, Mm -hmm. my dad just came up with this new rule that I can date when my sister does. And he's like, oh, my God, great. Do you like sailing? And she's like, mupa blamo, Curtis. She can't get the boy's name right. right to save her life. She's calling him Curtis, Calvin, Dexter, <laughs> Billy, John. She don't know the boy name. And she's like, problem, my sister is the most antisocial person you'll ever meet. She doesn't like dating. She doesn't want to date high schoolers. She's not into it. Right. And, and, she, oh. and then Cameron's basically like, okay, why is that? And then she was like, I don't know. She used to be popular at one point. She gave it all up. Why? I don't know. But this is just who she is now. Yeah, so he offers a he offers to find a gay for Cat because he really wants him and Bianca to work out, and she's like starts she's basically using him. She's like, oh yeah, she's like flirting with him to like get him to do this, and he does not realizing it that she's not really into him. She mm-hmm. doesn't see it at all. So next scene, we're outside of school, and Michael is helping Cameron like find dates for Cat. They do like this whole like montage of like yes. the worst possible options for her to date. Yes. So the plan has been established now moving forward. It is now Cameron and Michael's mission to find a date for a cat so that now Cameron can date Bianca. And I must say, Michael is such a good friend. Michael is a good friend. They met like two days ago. They met two days ago and he is steadfast. Like, okay. He's bored. He's literally like, I'm gonna help you. Like, he is with him every step of the way throughout this process. And he has no investment whatsoever in this. He's not interested in Bianca. He's not interested in Kat. He's literally just like, I'm here for the ride and I'm gonna be a good friend. Yeah. And I'm gonna help you out. Like, like, this is what you want. I'm gonna help you. Right. He literally hates Bianca. Like, literally. He's a schemer. He just likes to scheme. He's up to... And what I really must say is, he's the mouthpiece between the both of of them. Between Cameron and him, he's the mouthpiece. He does all the talking. Cameron literally does nothing. He's new to this. He doesn't even know the school. Yeah. He doesn't even know these guys. Michael is running the show. He is really the... He's a a point person. He's the puppet master in all of this. Um, But, so, they go through, like, the ugliest options for men. Yeah, It's not even... 
They're asking the most randomest guys if they would be interested in dating Cat Stratford. And one of them was like, only if all the people were dead and there was no sheep. Think someone else laughs. Someone else screams in terror. Right. No one, like, she is a horror story. No one wants to date Kat Stratford. She has a stigma. Yeah. And then Michael's like, you see, no one wants to date her. I'm like, why do you think she wants to date any of these people? Even if they agreed to this, why do you think that this would be something she says yes to? Because if you look at the gene pool that they talked to, it was like a meathead, a burnout. Just no one attractive. No one, no one, no one, one outwardly attractive here. N- no one who looked like Heath Ledger. Right. So they're back because they're still at school. So they're now they're in the science lab and it's like frog dissecting day. I don't think it's important to the plot, but ugh, of they're, yeah, out. they're in chemistry class yeah. or something. So Michael's basically like, yeah, see, I told you we couldn't find anyone. And and then while they're in class, Cameron sees behind Michael this strapping young man with long hair that's a little bit greasy. Yeah. Wearing all black. I think he's lighting a cigarette in class. Yeah. He, he's, he's got a switchblade in his hand. Right. They're, de- the they're dissecting frogs. He takes the switchblade. He stabs the formaldehyde yeah. frog with his switchblade. But he looks kind of sexy while he's doing it. Yeah. And then Cameron's like, that, I think that's the perfect match. And, of course, it's Patrick. And Michael's like, um... Don't look at him. Yeah, don't... He just don't got, look at this. He said, don't make eye contact with he said, him. He just got out of jail for setting a state trooper on fire. Now, why would he be back in school if he did that? Yeah, so Michael is like, this guy, Patrick, that we're talking about, is no one to be messed with. He ate, like, half a duck and only left the beak, the yeah. beak and the, <laughs> the head to remain. Um. So, from there, they decide, you know what? He's perfect. And then after this, Cameron and Michael decide they need to approach this differently. And I'm pretty sure it's Michael who's like, we, we need, need a backer. We need a backer. Because they have no money. They decide they need to, like, bribe him, but they're poor. Yeah. And then Michael, Cameron's like, what's a backer? And he's like, someone with money who's stupid. Into the picture, Joey. Joey. Our narcissistic rich yes. boy. Beautiful. Beautiful in the face. Nothing going on upstairs. Nothing. So we're in the cafeteria now. A waste of oxygen. A waste of oxygen. Well, that's a beautiful. A waste of oxygen. Beautiful face. Beautiful face. I think if he was nicer, we could we could make work. But he's not nice. But he's not nice. So in the cafeteria, Joey's sitting with his popular crew, and Michael, God bless him, (laughs) decides to go up to him. He's like, and this is what I mean when I say Michael is their mouthpiece because if this Cameron. If this is your girl, this is your plot, this is your story, you're interested in her, why is Michael doing all the work for you? He doesn't know the way of the world. And also, I think Michael is like, oh, yeah, I could talk to them. I'm cool. Michael, I feel like he's giving him too much. He's like, oh, yeah, they'll listen to me. Yeah, he's giving too much, like, street cred. He thinks he's higher than he is. Yeah, he thinks he's a lot cooler than he really is. Um, (laughs) The moment he sits down at the, the table where Joey and his friends are sitting, Joey's disgusted. He's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, are you lost? <laughs> he, but he are you says blind? it. Like, he says it with the most genuine yeah. concern. Like, what is going on here? Can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know where you are? Like, little girl, do you know where your mommy is? Like, it's one of those. He's, he could throw up. He literally is gagging in his mouth. Michael's like, okay, I have this proposition for mm-hmm. you. You're interested in Bianca. She can't date because right. her dad has these crazy rules that she can only date if her older sister Kat dates. Well, 
all you need is to find a guy who's willing to date her. And then Joe is like, okay, but who's willing to date her? Right. And then he's like, Michael's like, all you have to do is find a guy who doesn't scare so easily because Cat is so scary. And then they point at Patrick. And then Joey's like, okay, sure. I'll pay this guy to date Cat. But what is it in it for you, Michael? And then Michael's basically just like, okay, you see me walking down the hall. You say hello. And then Joey's like, okay, you're you're popular by association. That's fine. He's... Joey is so funny, like, to, like, even think that someone would come up to him and be like, oh, yeah, like, why would any, is that, I don't know, is that enough? Is what enough? For him to believe him. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? Like, I would question it more if I was Joey. I'd be like, but, like, literally, that's literally why you're doing this? Joey's, I don't know, I feel like he's in his own world. Oh, it's like you you concocted this whole plan just so that you can be popular by association. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. He's but an idiot. Just, he's an idiot. I think he's so like self involved. That's he's, what like, when Michael said up, we need a backer, someone with money, money, but who's an idiot. Take that's, no, no convincing. Like a, literally a five minute conversation. He's like, all you have he's to like, do, do it. is make a decent point, and then there you go. And then Michael's like, he's on board. He's like, okay, sure. It's so stupid. And it then is. we must remember. So Michael's intention is really he just wants to sleep with Bianca. Joey's intention. Oh, I'm sorry. Joey's intention is he just wants to yeah, sleep with Michael. Michael's Bianca. just in it for the, the game. He's just bored. Michael is just being a friend to Cameron. Okay. So now we're at the soccer field. I think we're... So it's soccer practice. So Bianca... Not Bianca. Kat is on the soccer team. She's playing soccer. Patrick's out there for whatever reason watching them play soccer. And Joey goes up to Patrick and he says, Hey, I got a, you know, I got a plan for you. I'll pay you to go out with that girl over there, Kat. And like mm-hmm. why when he points to her, she's like literally like I don't tackling know, someone really hard. She's like tackling a girl. She's tackling like seventeen girls to the ground with yeah. her her one arm or right. something. It's something ridiculous. He's like, mm, I'm She's good. giving Mrs. Turnchable from Matilda. <laughs> she's throwing in that one scene the where they cut to her. She just sumo slams someone on the ground. He's like, mm, I'm fine. And Patrick's like, look, okay, let me soften No, Joey's like, let me soften the deal. I'll give you $50 to take her out. And he's like, yeah, okay, fine. Honestly, is $50 enough to take somebody on the date? In the 90s, it is. I'm going to need more than that. What was what, what, what did dates cost? $5? Literally, I feel like in the 1999, it had to cost like $3 to go to the movies. $4 for popcorn. $50, I was like, oh, that's so low. I'm going to need like 100 I mean, he's got the money. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like $50, that just covers yeah. the date, but he needs to be making a profit. <laughs> right, he's not making a profit <laughs> It's just like, I'm just, I'm literally, you're literally asking me to pay for the date. Right, sure. exactly. But where, where's my profit exactly. margins? Business, business right, goal. where's my return on my investment? Exactly. There isn't any. So Patrick has agreed to this deal, and right when Kat is done with practice, you know, he's he's on his job. He's like, he goes up to her immediately. Right. No better no better time than the present. Right. <laughs> He's like, business starts now. He says the game plan. Here we are. So Kat so he's like he's trying to flirt with Kat. And I guess he thought it was gonna be really easy. Kat is like, Pisha, back up, sir. She's not receptive no, to it at, at all. all. He's like, Hey pretty lady. Yeah. You're looking pretty good out there. And she's like, Oh my god, that's my one intention to make sure that you men find me attractive while i'm sweating on the soccer field doing what i do best all is right in the world and he's right. like oh <laughs> right he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> you're one oh, of this those is a challenge you're one of those she ain't playing. 
This isn't going to be easy for me. Right. Says Patrick internally. I love her her responses. I think I'm like, I'm like, am her with like guys. Like, it's like the vibe I feel. Oh yeah. You're a cat. I'm like, what, what, what are you like? What are you, what are your tips? Oh yeah. How we often compare ourselves, um, when there's like a sisterhood. Yeah. (laughs) We did it with, uh, Mm. New York Minute. Mm. We've did it with what's the other one? Was it Matilda? No, Mean Girls. Oh well, we've compared ourselves mm. to Mean Girls. Like, oh, who would we be? Yeah. In this, you're a hundred percent cat, yeah. and I'm a hundred percent Bianca. Yes. Very much so. Very much. Very very much. Like literally. Uh, li- love, literally. I love cat's energy. Uh, love it. I'm like yes. I get it, cat. I get it. I'm literally like, why is she so angry? smile (laughs) wait so it's funny the next scene (laughs) wait wait in the next scene so they're in the bathroom and they're talking about something and then they're back at home the next scene they're back at home in the bathroom okay so bianca and cat Cat are in the bathroom at their house bianca says something and then cat goes i'm not hostile i'm annoyed and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm annoyed i'm late so much to that And next scene we have is Kat at the guitar shop because she's really into, like, bands. And I don't know. She's, like, shopping for a guitar. She just goes there for fun. Or she's, like, I don't know what her attentions are. Her she wants to. She's into, like, rock, rock music. Yeah. She's into, like, the feminine rock. Right. Rock girl band era. Yeah. She's, she's really- into that. So she's there, and for whatever reason, Patrick thinks it's a good idea to keep stalking this girl, and he, like, follow her there. So, like, okay, dude, one thing to follow me at school, but to follow me outside of school, it's a little creepy. How did you know where I was? It's 1999. It's It's not like I'm I'm posting on Instagram. How'd you find me? (laughs) Wait, you have a point there. How did did he he know where she was? Let's see. I don't think he hangs out there, too. I don't, yeah. Weird. Yeah, he just stumbles upon because this is the nineties. I think I think we're meant to believe because Joey shows up and like blocks her in that maybe Joey told her told him where she would go. But why does Joey know where she goes? E too. Joey's obsessed with her secretly. Joey yes, is. Joey wants to f her. Right. Okay. So Patrick's again flirting with Cat. Cat's not into it. She's yeah. like, I'm not into your bad boy. Um, persona. He said, I'm not into your scary girl persona. She was like, that's great. Yeah, they both, they both established that they're not afraid of right. each other. Because Cat is supposed to be scary. Patrick is supposed to be scary. Doesn't and mean. neither of them, like, you're not scaring right. me. And then right before Cat uh, is supposed to leave, Joey pulls up right behind her, blocking her into her parking spot. And he's like, she's like, can you please move? And he's like, basically like, no. And she's like, bet. And he's in like this 1999 brand new. It, it's a sports car. It has two doors. It's either a Ferrari, uh, <laughs> a, a Volkswagen, not a Volkswagen, mm. a Ferrari, like uh, sure. one of one of them sports cars. What's another one? A Minivan. Bugatti, uh, a, a Mercedes, not a Corolla. I'm just messing with you. But he's literally like in one of those like brand new sports cars, and she asks him like, "Are you gonna move?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Nah." And she said. Like, Okay, bet. And she puts that thing in reverse. And when I tell you she slams into his car. It was like a hard love tap. A hard love tap. A a decent. It it did damage. There's a dent in the sports car. It's not like the worst, but yeah, there's a car. Yeah. It's going to cost some money to fix. Yeah, it's going to cost some money to fix. And then as soon as he hears his precious sports car being demolished, he's like, you... 
Yeah, he keeps, he hates her. They hate each other. Yeah, they really hate each other. He's but why like, would he like? What do you thought she's gonna do? But it's like, why would you block her in? You see her. You see she's leaving the guitar shop. Yeah. Here you are. You pull up. You park right behind her. You're not. It's not even a parking spot. It's the street you're parking yeah. in. And you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna move. You're asking for. He it. is like parking in the like, street. Like where? Even if I wasn't trying to get out, where? your car's gonna tell you're parked illegally you're asking for it now so she rams into his car as she should have whoops whoops she says as she rams into his car and then we get to the next scene and we're back at the house and her dad is now confronting her because he has now Mm -hmm. gotten the insurance bill to the accident that cat the accident quote unquote that cat has caused and he's basically like my insurance is my cover. my insurance does not cover PMS. Mm-hmm. And then they start talking about Cat going to Sarah Lawrence again. He still doesn't want her to go or, or do basically anything because their mom. It, they kind of start. This is when they like bring up the fact that their mom ran away. Yeah, and I guess he's like protective of them because he's got this um, anxiety or this fear that he will be abandoned by his daughters as well. That's why he doesn't want them to date. Mm-hmm. That's why he doesn't want them to get marry go to, have, go to sarah lawrence because he was left by their mother and he is afraid that his daughters will do the same that conversation in, in, ends because the dad has a phone call because he's a doctor or whatever and then it's time for bianca to go confront Kate. she's like did you run into my man's car and she's like yes <laughs> back <laughs> away i'll do it again honey right she and bianca is clearly upset and Kate's like, I, don't, I literally don't care. And she's like, runs off. Um, so we're back at the school, uh, back at the school in the hallway. Joey is talking to Patrick about, you know, he's upset that his, his car got beat up. He's like, I didn't pay you $50 to yeah. take out that heifer for her to ram into my car. He says, when I shell out 50 I expect results. He's asking like $50. Is it I don't like $5,000. I was like, I know the time, I know the, the value of money's changed, but it can never change that $50 in much. 1999 $25. is literally like $120 today. Flip it. Maybe. Wait, $100? Oh, okay. $50 yeah, in 1999 is like $120 yeah, okay. today. Yeah. For you to say when I shell out this money, that's right, like, enough. That's like one works pay yeah, if you're making minimum wage. Right. Sit down. You're a spoiled rich kid. Right. Your so, trust fund has $50,000 in it. So after this conversation, Patrick's like, okay, she is, a, you know, she is a handful. So let's go ahead and up the price. He's like, you want results? Okay. Yeah. You want you want you want results? You need to pay some money. You gotta pay some more. You gotta pay me some more, says Patrick. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I, you know, I want a hundred dollars for these dates. Fine. And he's like reluctant at first, but he, I guess he really wants this whole thing with Bianca to happen. He's like, fine. Is it's very interesting? Interesting because it's like you know his intentions are just like he wants to sleep with her and he wants the, like the satisfaction and the bragging rights that he was able to pull this girl who's not allowed to date. Right, who's probably a virgin, yada, yada, yada. But he is so invested. And at this point, it's not even about Bianca. It's just, like, to prove to himself that he can, like, get whoever he wants, no matter how impossible it is. And that's giving psychopath... On top of the fact that he hates Kat, and at the end of the day, it... Yes, and on top of that, that he hates this girl's older sister and he wants to rub it in his face men like joey are psychopaths and yeah, i think they should be, be under the jail under the jail cell under the jail cell they're dangerous <laughs> you <laughs> literally have to pinpoint men like this because they are dangerous y'all worried about the rapists and the murderers y'all need to be worried about joey's as well 
like stop worrying about the no we need to be we need to be worried about the murders and the rapists but third on that list are the joeys of the world right these psychopaths who are literally just doing it for their own personal psychological gain to prove to themselves that their penis isn't (laughs) that small when it really is it's crazy Mm. so you sounds like a projecting but. i am projecting <laughs> i want y'all to know that i'm very much projecting because there is a joey in my sounds life raw <laughs> there is a joey in my life um so the next scene we're in shop class again do you ever take shop class do you ever take a shop class no i wish i would have took one i, I look like life. a man oh wow you sound like a sexist co-worker i know I wish I had to take a side class. We had to take a home ec. I was like, ugh. I don't even think we had a home ec at Dominican. We had a little home ec. A little, little one semester. It was like Which made me class. mad. Really? Yeah. Did you have to do like apartment things? Like you had to make apartment? No. We Not didn't right. have a class like that at Dominican. Hmm. No sexist Which... classes? <laughs> <laughs> Which seems unfair to me. <laughs> Where my woman I want to learn how to bake and be a housewife. All right. We did be a make... domesticated cat. We did make a... um. I like a biscuit from scratch. I'll never do it again, but it was delicious. <laughs> it was like something kind of like It cookie. was delicious. Yeah. It was okay. fantastic. So we're back in the sexist shop class. And Cameron and Michael are trying to go to talk to Patrick again. They're giving a second shot. And they're going to tell him their real plan. Not Joey's yeah. plan, but the plan behind the plan. Right. The so plan. What, what they basically, yeah. Patrick and Michael, excuse me, Michael and Cameron go up to Patrick and they're like, hey, Uh we know what you're trying to do. Uh uh We know you're being paid to court Cat (laughs) Stratford, but we want to help you. And then Patrick's basically like, well, why do you want to help me? And Michael and Cameron are like, look, Joey is just a pawn in all of this. We know Joey approached you with this plan, but we really planted the seed here. Cameron, my friend Cameron over here, says Michael, is the one who wants Bianca. Uh And then Patrick is like Uh so confused. And he's like, what is with this Bianca chick? (laughs) Does she have beer flavored nipples? (laughs) Like, why does everybody want her? And Cameron's getting offended. And he's like, hey. This is a girl I love. Right. I just want you to know that Joey doesn't have the right intentions, and I do, and that we are here to help you court Cat so that I can win over Bianca. Patrick's like, okay, if y'all are going to help me win over the tame, the wild beast, tame the beast, fine, I'll take the help. Which is fun. Like, everyone's just accepting things. They're like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, Patrick no is literally like, okay. As long as you just stop the money flow, and then I guess as long as you're helping me continue to make the money, right. whatever. Right. So there is, like, a plan within a plan. Yeah, within a plan, within a plan. Yeah. So, and then they're like, okay, so you need to bring Kat to Bo- Bogey Longsteins. Longsteins? Bogey Longsteins. Longsteins. Longsteins yeah. party Friday night. Because that's, that's, this is going to be the first date night. So Bogey Longsteins is a member of the NBA club. The future NBA club. Which is a club that Michael just got recently kicked out of. He got excommunicated from. And he has come up with this great plan. So yeah. So they were supposed to have a party at Boogie Longstein's house and it was supposed to be like a quaint 
private, intimate kickback that Michael was previously invited to. And then since he's been excommunicated, he's like, I'm going to take the liberty to, I know the date, I know the time, I'm going to take the liberty to twerk the itinerary of this party. Instead of it being private, we're now going to open it up to the entire high school. So he changes the flyer with the same address, same date, and same time. And he just invites the entire student body. Which sucks that it has to be a secret because that is a legendary. Yeah. That's like, I, like he, his social standing needs to go up like two notches at least because that is like iconic. Yeah. Just to like, one, he's throwing an epic br- a party and two, he's like getting back at someone. Throwing a party in high school gives you like 25 cool points right. automatically. Technically, it's not his house, but it's like his scheme. Like someone like senior year needs to write it in his yearbook like great, great plan. Great job. Greatest party of the century because yeah you were part of one of the best parties in their high school career right so after they've established that there will be a party at bowie mm-hmm. bowie longstein bogey. um bogey excuse me no no i was just chatting him off. oh bogey. yeah but i said bogey bogey, bogey. so um next joey is showing bianca <laughs> pictures of his photo shoot because remember he's a model yes so joey is a model like a print model so after the bowie party has been established mm-hmm, joey's mm-hmm. like bianca which photo uh, do you think you like better the photos that he's showing her are literally right. identical the difference is one photo he has on a white shirt the second photo he has on a black shirt he is doing the same facial expressions the same eyebrows the same lip mm-hmm. the same smiles and the same pose and the photos are in black and white somehow to me that just makes it even worse yeah <laughs> i'm just like why are they in black and white I'm the photos like, at the end of the day are giving douchebag they are and he's like trying to decide which one is better it's the same photo but someone photoshopped a different shirt literally a different in each photo literally anyway he's an idiot that's the point that we get from that scene so he's and then he's like okay i hope you're at the boogie party i'm just going to see you wink wink he was gonna be there no matter what stop it sis and then so we move on to the next scene cameron and and bianca they're um in the streets of washington they're somewhere they're like on the beach or something they're like at um this weird like um what's like an art like art like a a cave yeah, but also has a little, you know, you remember that little statue? It's like a little statue in the background. There is? Like a little, um, like a carving of something. It's, it's not a cave. They're like underneath something, but in the background there's also like a little, it looks like a little old school, like, oh, I literally thought statue. Was... <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. There's like a statue in the background. There is? Yeah. They're like climbing on the statue. It's like part of like the whole underground, wherever they are. Mm. Yeah. It's like, I think it's like, um, because when I read about this movie, they said they put a lot of, like, big, like, Seattle landmarks mon- yeah, like, on the map. And I'm, that has to be one of them. Oh. That's what I would assume. But If you ask me, it looks like they're on the beach in yeah. a cave. Yeah. But, yeah. So, Cameron and Bianca, they're on the beach in a cave that apparently <laughs> has a landmark behind them. So, some kind of Cameron is asking her, are you going to the party? And... Bianca's like, of course I want to, you know, but I can mm-hmm. only go if my sister Kat goes. And then Cameron's like, yeah, I'm working on it, but she's not really falling or into my mm-hmm. guy. And he's like, I don't my really guy. know what she's into. Like, can you help me out so we can make this easier on both of us? He asks, and then he asks, basically, is she gay? <sighs> and <laughs> Bianca's like, I've thought about it, but I've seen her. <laughs> she's like, I thought about it. No, she has a picture. She says one of her reasons why she knows she's not gay. She has a picture picture of Jared Leto. Leto, and I was like, that. 
Yeah, that gives it away. But Jared Little literally looks like a girl in the 90s, so she could honestly still be gay. Yeah. I, I so it's not a good that. enough reason. Oh, okay, that's fair. I was just like, Jared Little's not hot. But I mean, that's, a, that's a good point. And then she was like, I'm pretty sure she likes pretty boys. And she doesn't like smokers, which each he, other is a smoker. So he's going to have to change that eventually. Yes. So Cameron and Bianca are like... um, I don't know. Bianca's like, I don't know too much about her. Let's go do recon. So they go to Kat's room back at their house Mm -hmm. and like, like sneak around her, her room. And then they find those black panties. Yes. And then Bianca's like, "Mm, you know what this means, right? And the camera's like, nah. (laughs) Right. Cause what is, she likes full coverage on her butt. I don't, I don't really get it. But Bianca's like, that means she wants to have sex someday. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And it's not, the underwear she pulls out is not like sexy underwear. It's not like lingerie. It's literally it's, just like black underwear. It's like period underwear. And when literally, it's granny panties. And since when is black underwear associated with? I don't you know where. Sex? I don't know. Where I literally wear black from. underwear because like I don't want anyone to see through my pants. Right. I don't know where they pulled that from. That was. Just, I don't was, know what was going on in the nineties. Right. What, am I supposed to wear colorful underwear? I didn't. Understand right. You it. want me to wear rainbows with butterflies yeah. and hearts? It was funny. I was like, what a stretch. <laughs> what a stretch. What a reach. Yes. And then the next scene we have is Cameron and Michael are going to meet up with Patrick at his hangout spot, which apparently is a biker bar for whatever reason. So Cameron and Michael pull up on the back of Michael's motorbike, which I still think is He's so like funny. A Vespa. It's like a Vespa. I don't know. It's I think it's funny that he he ride he drives that. Because I just to me he's just just take that's his means of transportation. Yeah, man. I just don't think he would drive that. I'm like, okay, Michael, whatever. So they arrive to the biker bar. They're clearly out of place. They're one too young to be there, and they're not wearing enough black. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they go up to Patrick, and they tell him the new information that they found out about Kate. She hates smokers, he's and she just, likes pretty boys, yes. and all this great information. Yeah. He likes pretty boys. She's really into angry music of the indie rock persuasion. Um, which leads them to say that, you know, Patrick, there's this band that she really likes that's going to be a club scum tomorrow. Therefore, it's your favorite band. Therefore, you are going to this club tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't be seen at club skunk. He's like, I can't. I can't yeah. risk it. Right. My social just, reputation yes. depends on right. me never being seen at the, club skunk. The, the bikers can't know about club skunk, okay? But... He doesn't want to go at first, but they tell him about the whole black panty thing. You know what that means, Jade. So um, he's into it now. <laughs> so the next scene, we're at Club Skunk. Patrick has arrived to the club. He looks really hot. I, I wrote this down because he, he has these, like leather black pants on. He looks hot. He literally looks the exact same that he looks throughout he the entire like, movie. Hotter. He's got these leather black pants. I don't know. He, he looks, looks so especially handsome. hot to you at Club Skunk. Yes. He literally he literally wears the same outfit every no, freaking scene. I don't think he wears leather pants. He's just like cargo pants. He the pants changed in the scene, but the top and the hair did not. Yes, maybe it's the pants. You don't know. Okay, well, anywho, they're at Club Skunk. He sees Kate. She's in her element. She's the girl punk rock bands are performing. It's it's like all us all girl band. Yeah, it's all girls in the club. Like there is not a man. He is literally the only man in the the whole building. (laughs) Him and the bartender are the only men in there. Yes, it is. It is ladies' night at Club Skunk, and he is out of his element. Right. So he goes up to the bar. I think he orders a drink. And then while Kate is in or on the dance floor dancing with her female counterparts, she's like, I need some water. So she 
She goes to the bar. She runs mm-hmm. into Patrick. And she basically eyes him up and down. Is like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I come here all the time. I'm a huge fan of this band. <laughs> and she's like, you know, what, what's the name of the band? Ugh. Who cares? Sister Act? I don't know. <laughs> Girl Power? Right. Crooked Eiffel Tower? Who cares? Crooked Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> you know bands be having the, the wildest name. <laughs> Thank you. I saw That this. should be um, a drag. Oh, that's why you got it from. Maybe a drag name. Yeah, that could Welcome be. Welcome to the stage. Crooked Eiffel Tower. Tower. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the main stage. But anywho. <laughs> So she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I love this band. I listen to them all the time. And so they have their little exchange. They have a brief moment. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I saw you dancing up there. You never look so sexy. And (laughs) right. Literally, when he says this, the music in the club turns off. Everybody hears. So everybody looks at them. And then they're kind of like embarrassed. But then he's basically like, please go to Boogie Longstein's Mm -hmm. party with me. And then she's like, I'll think about it. And she kind of walks off. I think it was so hot. He was like, you just look so sexy out there. I was like, I'm oh. like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, thanks. Thanks, I babe. I loved it. Let's take it back also, to the crib. I didn't appreciate him. Like, she's living her best life. She's not looking for no man. She's dancing out the club with her girls. And he come Heath Ledger with his drama, entering into her <laughs> life, this toxicity. No. And I appreciate Yes, Jade. He's not there on good intentions, yes or no. I mean, he's not. But but while he's there, you see him like be I like, mean, he's yes. He's, oh, this girl is actually kind of cute and right. Fine. And I, even though I'm being paid mm. to court her, I actually might like her. Right. But I just don't appreciate him coming into her life with some with some BS, just distracting her. That's the point of the movie, Jordan. Uh, yes. You do this every time. You're always like. Why is this happening this way? It's for the sake of the movie. You're, you're not thinking of the way I'm thinking of it. I'm thinking you're about, thinking of it in reality, but you need to start thinking it from this is a movie obviously, aspect. Yes, but if, if that was the case, we would never talk about anything. We'd be like, yep, and that's the way it is. I guess you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're, you've got a, you got me there. You got me there. Um. So, yeah. So, he's like, hey, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm picking you up at 9.30. Right. So, the next night, is the night of Boogie's party. Yes. Bianca and Chastity are trying... Uh, I won't sing it. <laughs> They're trying to sneak out past Bianca Bianca and Chastity, Gabrielle Union. They're trying to sneak out past, um, you know, Bianca's dad so they can get to the party. Of course, the dad sees them and he's like, where are you going? Yeah, he's like, you should have gone through the window. Right. <laughs> he's like reading his newspaper. He's like, should have gone through the window. He's like, y'all not slick enough. I right. see you. And then she's like, please, dad, we're just going to this party. Everybody's going to be there. Can I please go? And he's like, you know the rules. Dumb if your right. sister don't do it, you ain't doing it. Which is crazy because I, at what point was it, if your sister doesn't do it, you can't do it. Because at first it was just like, if your sister doesn't date, you can't date. But now it's literally like, if cat doesn't breathe, mm-hmm. you can't breathe. If cat doesn't wipe her butt, you can't wipe your and butt. that's also not fair because they're like in different grades. Like, yeah. Why would she even, I mean, so it is a big party. So they're both going to this party. But like, why would she, in, in theory, she might, they be, might be going to different parties on different days. Right. Because they're in different grades. Yeah. Like Kat's a senior. She's a sophomore. Yeah. They like, have different social right. groups. Like prom, for example. Prom sometimes is on different days. Yeah. So why do I need to go? 
What? Like, okay, if That's... I'm going to junior prom and cats are going to senior, senior prom, prom, right? They're not on the, the same, same night. Day. Exactly. So it's like, Dad, does she need to go to both the proms? So right. I so I can go. Like, it's not made any sense. But anywho, the di- the dad's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Cat's not going. You're not going. So Chastity and Bianca are like begging Cat, please, can we please go? Mm-hmm. Please, 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 please. And Cat's like, fine. I'll go. Yes. Lovely, so, lovely older sister to him. Yes. Yeah, so kind of her to, you know, offer up her precious time to go to this party. So then the dad's like, okay, fine, you can go, <laughs> but you have to put on the belly. So he goes into the closet. Right. He grabs this belly that literally has like these titties and like a seven month year old belly attached yeah. to her so she has the feel and idea of what it's like to be pregnant and so so that she doesn't make right. bad choices i think that, that must be like an OBGYN. duh jordan i never thought about that i just I thought he was a general doctor but he's always he's yeah. in the scene he's like in one of the first scenes he's like do you want to i was delivering a baby today do yeah, you want to know what I the just, mother told right. me i don't know a male OBGYN, i guess that's the thing. Yes. My OBGYN is female. L- OBGYNs that are males are a bit perverted in my brain. But yeah, he's an OBGYN. Right. He delivers babies. So, Kat, right when Kat agrees to go, I guess she must have forgot that her and Patrick had plans. So she's like ready to go out the door. And Patrick's like, you ready for the date? And she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, I for- forgot Kat. I agreed to go Luckily to he party. came when he came because she would have already like not have been there. Yeah. She completely forgot she agreed yes. to go to this party with him. So she's like, I'll drive. Yeah. So they leave to go to the party. Now we're at the party. Yeah. So Michael, well, we're at the party. Mm-hmm. And then we see Michael and Cameron getting ready for the party. They're such nerds. They're adorable. They're so precious. They literally, Aww. Michael's putting on a tie. Cameron literally has like on a suit and a jacket and dress so, pants. They're putting on cologne. It's so adorable. Michael's like, how do I look? And Cameron's like, you look like my Uncle Mervin. <laughs> and it's just like, y'all are both nerds and y'all are both pitiful and it's precious. Everybody in this movie has such a baby, fo- baby face, especially, especially George. Joseph um, Gordon-Levitt. Th- the baby's face. It is like he looks Literally, like he looks like an eighth grader. It's so adorable, and I cannot <laughs> think how cute his little face is. And he's going to this party in his little suit. Why does he have a suit? Yes, and then Michael's literally like a nervous wreck. He's like, "How do I look? How do I look?" And then Cameron's <laughs> so busy talking about Bianca, and then Michael like Loki has had shut enough up. of his shit. He's like, "Shut up! I'm tired of you talking yeah. about Bianca." Like, can we make this night about me for once? He's like, "How do I look?" I mean, it's basically his party, honestly. Literally, no one knows. Oh it, yeah, but it's when you his think about. Party. Party. It is his party. He planned this. It's his freaking party. Okay, so now we're at the party. Yes. And then so there's a crowd of teenagers. I must say, if you want to have a good 90s teen drama coming of age film, for a house party. there house must party. be three crucial elements. Mm. There, No, there has to be four. 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 Mm. There needs to be a prom scene. Yes. There needs to be a house party scene. Yes. There needs to be a makeover. Yes. And you there needs to, to be a graduation. Yes. These four criteria must be... No, three of the four criteria must be be met. But they didn't have a makeover or a graduation, this one. Oh, you're right. But It's not a graduation, then. It's it's a prom scene. Is it a bet? A bet! No, it's not a bet. It's a part... It's a house party. It's a prom scene. Maybe a, a high school movie has to have at least two out of five. Two out of the four. Two out of the four. Okay, okay. So two. You gotta have prom. Okay, we can throw no. 
Maybe of the of that generation. I thought all those generation movies were like that. But okay, we don't have to put Ben there, right? There has to be some sort of either a bet or a makeover. Okay, yeah. let's say that. Okay, scratch it. There either has to be a prom scene, a party scene, mm-hmm. a bet slash makeover, one of the two. Yeah. Or a graduation. Three out of the four. Yeah, you can put bet and makeover together, right? Three of the four criteria must be met. If three of the three of the four criteria aren't met, the movie is no good. Mm. It's not. It's not a banger. It's not. It's not a high school love. It's story. not a nineties teen drama coming of age film. Throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I want no parts. If it ain't got three to four, no, thank you. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Why are we here? Because it ain't it. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Um. So we're at the house party. Yes. One of the four criteria that must be met. There's teenagers <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Oh my god. Bogey Longstein was not expecting this crowd. He was he expecting thought- Nigel with the brie. <laughs> Nigel, grab yeah. the brie. He hears a he hears a, like a little knock on the door. He's like, "Oh, it must be Nigel with the brie." Excuse it is me. literally it's literally your entire junior and senior class storming through your door. All came at the same time, literally. So it's 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 not what he was expecting. Good for him. I appreciate him for not calling the cops on anybody. He did not try to shut it down. He didn't. He let it. He let it happen. He let it happen. He let it happen. Our, our respect, Bogey. I'm not, not, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad. <laughs> so they set up. The party is now bumping and jumping. Mm-hmm. Everybody's Five in there. Seconds in. So we see Joey. Joey is first thing upon arrival. Mm-hmm. When Cat and Patrick gets there, Joey's there. The first thing he says, he says something slick Always. to Cat because he's low key obsessed with her. Yeah, and he's... what does he say? He says something to the. To the... Oh yeah. And he's like, and she's like, stay away from my, my sister. sister. And, and he's, he's like, like, I'll stay away from your sister, but I can't promise that she'll stay, stay away, away from, from me. me. And I'm like, ah! what a sly dog. Well, if, I, if I, if, if that happened, we're in that situation, I would tell you and you would listen, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> because I'm like, Kat, you have to tell Bianca this. Well, I would believe you. Now, would I listen? Oh. I would punch you in the face. If I, if, if, I can't even lie, if I was wrapped around some boy's finger... The way Bianca would, I would be like, oh. but, but, I hear, I'd be like, Jordan, I hear you. Ugh. I believe that I'm, I know you're telling the truth. <laughs> but will I still stay away from him? I can't make any promises. Fine, I'll have to kill him. I'll kill you both if I have to. I like that idea. <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea. So the party's still going on. The party's jumping. Meanwhile, the whole time, Bogey's trying to keep his house clean. What? God bless you, Bogey. Give it uh, up. Right. Hang it up. Hang, Hang it, it up. up. Um, Kat again sees after having this discussion with Joey, Kat sees Bianca with Joey and they're hanging out and she's like, Bianca, I need to tell you something. But Bianca's like, F She's off. like she's like, Do not. How dare you right, she's talk like, to me in public after you just did me this huge favor of coming right. to this party so that I can be here as well. Also, Bianca Do not should, talk to me. Bianca should be a little nice to the sister that she's like selling out like Bianca's? Like she's like she she set up this whole like plan for her, so she could be a little nicer oh than she's like God. throwing her sister she under the bus. Did. She knows about it. She's literally in on the plan. She's literally in on the plan. And she's she could be still a little bit nicer. She could be a little bit nicer than the fact that she's like Yeah. She's part of the scheme to I mean, guess it's taking out the word. I don't know. It gets oh bad, but like, yeah. So I like Bianca calm down. She has no guilt. No guilt. Zero. So, Cat is getting stressed. I guess she starts taking shot shots. Patrick's trying to find Cat. Cat's everywhere, running around drunk. Mm-hmm. And then Carmen 
is looking for Cameron. The lo- Cameron. Cameron. Cameron is looking for the love of his life, Bianca, because mind you, Cat is here in his head because he set this whole plan up. So that means they're on this date in yeah. his head. But Bianca is not thinking like that. Yeah. She's on this date to find Joey. And then this is finally, Cameron has finally realized he's being used by Bianca. And Bianca, unfortunately, runs off with Joey, leaving Cameron heartbroken. And then while that's going on, Kat is getting very drunk to the point that she takes a moment to go stand on top of a table and dance. To Biggie Smalls. The song's playing. Mm-hmm. What is it? I don't know what, what Biggie Smalls. Mm. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, mm. oh. Mm. Whatever that, that one is. Average. Okay, and so when I was doing my notes, I read the reason how she got um the role in Save the Last Dance. It's because of that dance. Because scene. of this scene. She actually looks really good in it. She looks mediocre at best. Oh, I liked her. I like okay. it. She decent. Better. She dances better in this than she does Save the Last Dance. That's the gag. She <laughs> dances better on the table in this scene than she does in Save the Last Dance. That's really the gag. And then here and from there, that's why. And this is how we find out that this is why she used to be popular. She's like literally giving. She's giving. Yeah, she used to be into it. Yes. So she's dancing on the table. So there's a chandelier right above the table that she's dancing on. She hits her head on the chandelier. She passes out. And then now Patrick catches her as she passes out. And he's like, okay, we need to go outside. You need some water. Mm -hmm. You might have a concussion. So Patrick and Kat are off. He's Patrick and Kat are off. He's dealing with a concussion. They're falling more in love. And Cameron is still stressed about the Bianca Bianca situation. Patrick gives him the pep talk. He says, look, girl, look, son, if that's your girl, go get your girl. Yeah. This Patrick p- is literally like, if you like her, Cameron, pursue her. Because Cameron was ready to call it all off. Right. So, the party's over. Bianca's ready to go home. Standing outside, Cameron walks past her. And he's like, I hope you had a good night. And then she's like, Cameron, can you take me home? And he's like, fine. He gives in and he takes her home. And now Patrick and Kate are driving home. They're having a heart-to-heart. Kate, I think the main thing I take from this conversation is that she start, she wants to start a band. Oh, right. They're like listening to like rock yeah. music after her concussed uh-huh. brain has woken up. And she's like, oh my God, I would love to do this. And now he's like figuring out that she has layers and depth and she's not just an evil shrew. And then we see that Kate is, like, really starting to like him because once they get home, she goes in for a kiss. But he rejects her because she's drunk. And he's like, nah. And she feels so played. Instantly pissed off. She is mad. She's like, fine. You know, she's an angry one. So she's instantly mean again. Finally decided to let her wall down. He, like, was like, ah. She's like, I just started believing that I actually, like, you were actually a good guy. And you denied me that love. So they end, Patrick goes home, and then screw, screw, pull up car, car back at Cameron and Bianca. Cameron and Bianca, come on, phone car. And then that goes a little better. Yeah, they're outside of Bianca's house. He kind of clicks out on her a little bit. He's like, just because you're beautiful doesn't mean you can treat people just the way you want them to be treated or however you want them to be treated. Blah, 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 blah. Have you always been this selfish? And she's like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the way you're talking to me, but I like love the way you're talking to me. Yeah, so I guess her form of an apology 
to him was her kissing him. So she leans in, she kisses him. It's a nice little long lingering kiss. They're cute. They like the cutest. Yeah, they're like adorable. I love them. And she kisses him and then the kiss ends and she literally says nothing and she gets out of the car and walks away. And Cameron is, he tries to keep it cool. But he literally is like a little kid in a candy yeah. store. He's, he's like, it, it's like he just won the Super Bowl. He's adorable. He's like, and I'm back in the game. That's what he says. I'm like, oh. Yes, and he's so excited. It's so precious. So the next day is Monday. We're back in English class. We're at school. Yes. And of course, everyone's making fun of Kat for like her little outburst, especially Joey. He's like eating that crap up. He's like, ooh, hot mama. Yeah. He's going to give us another show. He's such a douche. He is such a douche. Also, yeah, we learn, like, they have an assignment. They have to do, like, this Shakespearean poem that comes up later in the movie. But that's the only, like, tidbit I get from the scene. Yeah, and she's really excited about the assignment. She's, she understands the assignment. Right. Even the black teacher does, like, a little rap that, like, gets them all excited. Yeah. So, next scene. Um, it's, like, little tidbits. So, they're at the soccer field. They're still talking. Um, Patrick is starting to realize that. Kate is still mad at him. He's getting more confirmation that Kate's mad at him when she kicks a soccer ball in his direction. Yeah, she's giving him the cold shoulder. Yeah, it's more like a, a recap of the weekend. Um, and he's in the pits because he did not kiss her. <laughs> he is in the doghouse. Yeah, he's in the doghouse. He's in the doghouse. And he's trying to like talk to her, and she is just not yeah. having it. Mm-mm. That happens, and then Joey's talking to Bianca at like. Do you remember she's doing archery? And she like. Oh yeah. There's a lot of back and forth scenes. Yeah. So okay, so we just finished with the scene realizing that Cat is still mad at Patrick. Mm -hmm. Now Bianca is at PE. First of all, taking archery. Very. This 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 school is huge. Yeah, it's big and it's like a castle. It's a real school, and there and it's a real school. This is not a college that where they Mm -hmm. film this movie at. This isn't. You know, a university. This is an actual high school, school. and it looks like a castle. It's gorgeous. I don't know if I mentioned that already, but I wanted to point that out. So, Bianca, she's at PE playing archery, and then Joey comes up and he asks her, "Does he ask her to prom?" I think he's like, "Get your prom dress ready, baby. I got your sister date." Oh, oh yeah, because he thinks he's you know he sealed he sealed he sealed the deal between. Patrick, Patrick and Kate and after Kate. this party because he's after the party she's like oh they're definitely right done. right 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 so he's like get your affairs in order mm-hmm. honey we're going to prom, prom together and it's funny because I guess this is the closest way he asks her because he doesn't he doesn't even ask her, her he just reason. like tells her he's like obviously you want to go to prom with me yeah go buy the dress but he doesn't know that she's like literally in love with someone else right and she doesn't tell him either <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's just kind of like, okay. like okay whatever she's like whatever and then after that, Joey goes up to Patrick and is like, hey, I need you to take her to prom. You know, he's another, I don't know, 50, 100, blah, 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 blah. But Patrick's like, no, at this point. He's like, I'm starting to like her. I'm done with your I'm reindeer done with games. <laughs> he's done with like, I'm not doing this scheme no more. But then Joey offers him $300 and he's like, oh, you know, $300 in 1999? Patrick's like, mm, I'm poor. It sounds pretty good. Is he good. poor? I was wondering that. I was like... You know, is he is, is his he? character like, poor? Yeah, I'm like, does he honestly? Need this money? He probably isn't. To go to a high school in Seattle that looks like a, a medieval castle. 19, 1800 castle, right. you probably have to have a little money in your pocket. And then, Even if it, it is public school, I don't care. If you live in that district where that high school is, you got some coin in your pocket. Right. And especially when we find out his background, I'm like, okay, sir, you're, yeah. you have money. Um, 
But $300 nonetheless is offered to him to take Kat to prom. And yes, he, he was a little hesitant at first, but then he's like, all right, I love the money. Sure. Yes. So now he has, now he has to get her to like actually talk to him again. And he's discussing it with Patrick and Carmen, Carmen Cameron. Cameron and the cafeteria. And they're basically like, hey, you need to like, you've embarrassed her. You have to put yourself out there now. And I guess he takes the advice because once the next scene, we see him like walking down the cafeteria, meeting with this random guy and slipping, sip, sip, slipping him some money. And he gets some keys from him. Yes, get some keys from in him. In exchange for some keys. What is he up to? I don't know. We don't know. We will find out shortly in a couple of moments. Yes. So the next scene, we're back at outside in soccer field. And we see Kate's Patrick. At, Kate's at soccer yeah. practice. And we see Patrick like in the like audio room of like, you know, like. The yeah. Okay. Room. So that, you know how like every high school, well, not every high school, high schools that have stadiums. Yeah. They have the little announcer room Booth. where the, yeah. the sport commentator sports. speaks or whatever. He sports up there. So you can sports. hear all of the. Right. The commentary from the megaphones in the stadium, yada, yada, yada. So he's in that little room. And we see him like gearing up, prepping some music, and he comes out, starts singing to, "You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. You'll be like heaven to touch. I wanna hold you so much. I think my lucky stars I'm alive." Okay, I was like, "How much those words do you know?" Yeah, surprise. But so he starts singing, "You're too good to be true" by whatever bands, and he is serenading her on the the so- bleachers the so- right. of the football field for everybody. in front of everybody song. the whole school he's like literally putting on a show he's getting her attention he's also getting the attention of the security guards and yeah like, <laughs> so at this stop point this. he's like basically trespassing and obviously he shouldn't be doing this so while he's singing the song he's also being chased in the bleachers by the security guards but he doesn't give up he stays singing right. he stays performing and Kat is literally eating it up she is. I honestly, if I was a security guard, I'd be like, oh, we have to stop him from singing right now. I know. I, I would have been like, let's what? just let right. finish. <laughs> right. It's so a three-minute song. I'm just go turn the mic off. Right. Just turn the music off. Done. So eventually they do get a hold of him. I think they like low-key tackle him to the ground. Yeah. It's giving police brutality. <laughs> right. Um, a too much. He's a child. Yeah. At the end of the day, he is a minor, everyone. So yeah, they cut the security guards. They stop him, but his plan did work because Cat is smitten by him again. Sit smitten by him, yeah, once he's, again. He's embarrassed him. He's embarrassed himself. He's back in her good graces. Yes, that's all she needed. So next scene, Patrick is now in detention after his little, you know, showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cat enters the detention room with the plan of trying to sneak him out. Um, the detention moderator, I guess, is her what soccer is coach. Huh? The moderator. The moderator of the, the detention <laughs> session yeah. is um her soccer coach. So she goes up to him and she's basically like, oh my goodness, I found a way right. to beat our rivals, the orange huskies. Mm-hmm. I just made that up. Um, And she's basically like, we fake left, they fake right, we twist and shout, they hoop and holler, <laughs> and then we should distract them. And then right. he's like, okay, how but how do we do distract them? And she's like, like this. And she shows this grown man her breasts. Yeah, she flashes him. She flashes him. I think the worst part is that I don't think he cared. I don't think he was like, I don't think he like reported her. I think he just like took that home and was like excited for it. I don't know, but it was weird. 
It was really peculiar. And I feel like there was other options for her to get him out of detention. She's just talking to him. And it and it shouldn't have been. That shouldn't have been her first. Yeah, she could have she could have asked him like to go talk to him outside. I don't know. Yeah. But he was he was kind of a sleazy teacher, so I don't think he uh mind that much. So once he snuck out of detention, the two go on these lovely dates. One of them is like a they do like a little paddle boat. I don't think it's a swan boat, but it's super cute. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And like the Seattle River? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever don't know. water, body of water yeah. that's next to Lake Michigan? Just kidding. No. Yeah, no. And um, they're also like chit-chatting again. We're learning more about Kat. She has layers of why she's angry. It's basically, yeah. She just keeps telling people why she's, she's like the way she is. Yeah. What does she say? Um, she's basically like, I don't want to let people down, so I don't like do much or oh i, I don't, don't open up to people yeah. because i have a fear of them being disappointed yeah. by me I, I think she's just talking about her dad mainly mm. she has other layers we'll find out later does patrick say anything um no i, I don't remember him opening up anything you know he's full of secrets he's actually full of secrets they both are well the date seems to be going well and then while they're um paddle boating or whatever they're in the little water mm-hmm. they see paintball at a distance so cute. on on the land at afar. And then Patrick is like, should we, you know, should right. we do it? Should we go? And they do. It's not like your regular paintball with like a gun. It's like, I don't know. It's like you p- literally put paint in like a balloon and you smash it on each other. I just want to clarify that because I'm like, oh, this is, I, this, yeah. Just like <laughs> this is weird. the date. <laughs> no, it's just like a weird version of paintball. You're just literally mm. throwing a balloon sized thing of paintball. But I feel like you actually have to get close to like smash it. I don't know. They probably um punct- punctures very easily. Yeah. I wonder if that's like a if the place is actually a paint like a paintball gun place, but they were like For the sake of the yeah, movie, we let's can't, keep it safe. Yeah, we can't keep we can't have this around though. Nonetheless, it looked like a good time. Yes. And they were having a good time. They're so cute. Yes. They're running around, they're throwing paint on each other, yeah. they're like ah, <laughs> we love each other. Oh my god, we're falling in love. This is so romantic. And then at the very end of their paintball scene, they both hit each other with paint. They fall on the hay barrel that's in the paintball place and they kiss passionately. What a lovely date. I yes. love it. It was Young a love. very a very cute ending. This is like their first kiss, and I'm pretty sure there's like thirty minutes left of the movie. <laughs> oh, right. Like the like the last like the movie doesn't they don't start liking each other until like the last like twenty minutes. Yeah. They don't finally like make headway <laughs> yeah. until like <laughs> And it's downhill. <laughs> right. the next ten minutes, it's, it's like downhill. we finally, we finally get it. They're finally there, right. and then like now it's just it's twenty minutes later. It literally goes over. south. Right. Um. So after they are done paintballing, they're back at Cat's house for a little recap. And Cat is basically well. I guess they're asking rumors about each other, but you know, yeah. Patrick has the most rumors. So he's like the his. Most of the rumors are lot are like lies. He yes. clearly didn't get a, a kidney transplant or set yes. a um, person on fire. Yeah, so they're just asking uh, each other about the rumors that are going around. Cat asks if like did he ever really actually eat a duck, and he's like no. But he does confirm that his accent is real because he lived in Australia with his mom until he was ten. Yes, which is the most important thing I got from that. Yes, and then there was also a rumor that he was in jail. Does that happen? Do they talk about that? He now? doesn't. He doesn't okay. um, confirm that one till later. Okay, so there is a rumor that he was in, in jail, jail, but that because he come he up. missed like last year of school. He has been gone for like a whole year. Oh right. And she's like, "What Where happened there?" But I don't think he. I don't think he says it right now. Okay. Well, I know he doesn't say it right now. And they're being super cute. They're kissing some more. She's her guards down, and he, and he asks her for prom. 
And she's like, what? Yeah, she finally is like, they're being intimate. And then he's like, go to prom with me. And she's like, hold on. It's like literally like record scratch. She's like, come again? Yeah, she's so bothered, which is so funny. Like, girl, come on, go to freaking prom. What's your hang up? And then he's just like, come on, like no one will expect it. Like it might be fun. And then she's like, why are you pushing this? He yeah. only asked twice, cat. I thought, no, I thought his, his answer was kind of weird. He's like, no one would expect it. Like, are you my publicist? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you are we care? on a press tour? Yeah, right like, it would be Why does it matter? Different. Like, what, what's your game? I've been confused. Right. Such a are we rebranding? Yeah. <laughs> like, do I need a rebrand? Like, what's, what's going, going on? on? <laughs> Um, but it's really so suspicious to her. She's like turned off by the whole thing, and he is annoyed that she, he's she, he's basically annoyed that she's onto him. Yeah, because she's, she's literally like, up to something. She's literally after like the second time he acts, she's like, "What's in it for you?" And he kind of like looks like, "Oh, damn, she caught me!" Right, and then he's, he's basically projecting. like, "Um, I just want to, you know, um, you know, uh, 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 yeah, he's, enjoy the pleasure of your company." Yeah, he's literally gaslighting her. Yeah, she's right, right. <laughs> And then he pulls out a cigarette. Cat hates cigarettes. And he said he stopped smoking like two scenes ago. Yeah. So he pulls out a cigarette to smoke like- it. And then she pitches it out of his mouth and throws it. And she walks off in disgust yeah, and anger just like, once again with him. She's like, you're exactly who I thought you were. A terrible person. Yeah. So what a horrible ending to exactly. a lovely day that they just previously had. Yes. And then next scene we're in the hallway yeah um cat's friend i feel like have we ever even mentioned mandela um i mentioned her earlier okay so cat's little best friend mandela she's like a shakespeare um fanatic which is ironic because this film is in fact based off of a play by shakespeare that's what she brings to the table yes that is what she brings to the table look at that homage that they do but so Mandela, Kat's best friend, she opens up her locker in the hallway and she finds this like very gorgeous red Victorian dress in her mm-hmm. locker with a note. And Michael, remember Michael, is asking her to prom. Right. And she's like, oh my God, Shakespeare? Of course. Love it. After that, we're back at Kat's house and Kat, not Kat, we're back at Kat and um, Bianca's Bianca. house. Bianca asks her dad, can she go to prom? He's of course like, Kat's not going, you're not going. She's pissed. Right. Which leads Kat to go to Bianca's room, you know, to discuss some things. Mm-hmm. Oh, a sister one-on-one, if you will. Yes. And in the background, you have this in your notes. Yeah. In the background, <laughs> which is, which I love, yeah. on the television is the intro to an episode of The Real World Seattle. Yeah. Did you ever watch, did you ever make it that far back? Who's on Real World Seattle? No, girl, no. I never okay. watched Real World Seattle. That is... This is I know it's like the oldest one, but some of them, like some of the old ones, I like know some of the people on there because of um the challenge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's still, that's still too far. Back. They the people on the challenge, they're like maybe like two thousand and three, yeah. two thousand and four. Okay, yeah, that's not the one they like did like the remake of and they put everyone back. Which one's the first Real World? The first ever Real World was Real World Los Angeles, New York. Okay, this is not the one that someone dies in it. I know, I know one one of the one of the earlier ones. Someone dot like it's someone. Or? Yeah. Okay. So someone on the f- the first season uh-huh. of the Real World, New York, he had AIDS. Uh huh. So okay. he's dead now. Aww. R.I.P. Yeah. So but that yeah. was like on the show. Yeah. That was and that was like you know the nineties right. AIDS huge thing. Yeah. That was like groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the Real World. They need to bring it back. It that was, was real. Was that real was literally stuff. one of the best reality TV shows. 
that ever existed. And it started going downhill when they start, started trying to add all these extra elements to yeah. the freaking show. Like, one season they wanted to bring, like, the castmates' exes into the house to live oh, with them. That's, that's when that they was, were, like, so stupid. That's when they were like, the ratings are low, babe. We gotta try to bring Right. Yeah, it, was it was just, just like, like in the show, you gotta end it in the heights. So Kat comes to Bianca to talk about prom, and Kat is there to reveal her biggest, darkest secret. And that is that her and Joey... <gasps> The Wait, narcissist. You didn't say it yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the preparation. I'm sorry. That, that got to you, yeah. huh? That her and Joy, the narcissistic rich boy, used to date <gasps> in ninth grade. <gasps> and not only that, <gasps> she lost her virginity no. to him. She say had, it ain't so. She had sex with that monster. Oh my God, he's so hot. Stop. <laughs> he is. He's so. He's a and they were on the same like popularity. Oh. Yes. So she Better. used to be popular, and so basically, Cat is telling Bianca that it was right after mom had left. Mm. Their mom had left, and everyone she was went. everyone was doing it. Yeah, everybody was doing it. And so she was oh, like, "Okay, kids. I'll do it." And then after she hated it, she's like, "I'm not into it." Yeah, it wasn't Meh. for her. She wasn't into him, probably. Fine, yeah. She wasn't like, yeah, into. Yeah, I did it. Not, yeah. not into it right now. She wasn't. She wasn't feeling it, and she vowed to herself after that she would never do anything again, just for the sake of right. other people doing and it. And that's why she's the way she is. And that is why she is the way she is. And the reason why she hates Joey is because he broke up with her, her right moments after. later. After she was like, like "I don't want to do this again." Like, mm, no, thank you. He's like, and no. he's like, "You're not giving up the punani." He's like, uh, "We're done here." It's a, it's a no for me, dog. Yes. And then Bianca basically is like, okay, well, like, why hasn't he told me? Yeah. And then Kat's like, I swore him to secrecy because if he ever told anybody, I would reveal how small his penis was. Right. So we love that for her. And Bianca's most important question, she's like, why did you never tell me? Like, why? Like, we're sisters. Like, why don't I know this? Like, this is someone I'm also dating, trying to date right now. (laughs) Like, why would you not tell me this? And Kat's like, well, I wanted you to make up your mind about Joy yourself. And I'm just trying to protect you and all this crap. Bianca's not buying it. She's not here for it. She's like, what the hell? I'm a grown adult. And the reason why you're so standoffish is messing up my social life. Right. She was just like, I'm not... Your your math ain't math in here. Yeah, right? I'm not here for it. You suck. You basically, suck. right? Is what Bianca is telling her, and she storms out. And Kat's like, oh, that didn't go. Then she's like, I didn't go the way I she expected. Was, it she to. was like, well, this went south. Yeah, that was not. South. That is not the conversation that Kat thought they yes. were gonna have. But it was. Which is okay. It was just funny because I'm pretty sure this all happens in the same day. Because I'm pretty sure I promise that night. Am I tripping? Oh my god, is it? I think it is. Ugh. No way it's that night. I think it is. I was watching it. I was like, it's probably the same night because I'm pretty sure she has like the same clothes on. If it's not the same night, it's literally the next night. It's so hard. It's not movie, like a week later. It's like tomorrow. So whatever, how, how long time has passed, it's officially prom night. Prom tonight. Do, 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 do. Prom. That's, that's, that's from. It's <laughs> not like, another teenager. It's movie. on um, Netflix. You've never seen it. It's hilarious. Go well. So now we see Kat coming downstairs in his blue prom dress. She's saying, bye, dad. Going to prom. Her dad's like, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sees Bianca come downstairs in a pink dress. And he's like, what the hell is happening? Right. And he's like, what's going on? how it's happening he's like literally having like a minor seizure yeah and his brain is malfunctioning so mad and he's like ah not y'all are going to prom exactly so bianca like breaks it down to him you know cat's got a date i got a date you remember that's the rule that's the rule sorry dad and 
Cameron has arrived at the door <laughs> to pick her up, and they're off. Dad is pissed. Yeah, like, so Bianca and Cameron are out the door. And Does Kat leave by herself? She leaves by herself. Okay. Which I don't know why um, Patrick couldn't have picked her up, but he leaves. they leave by herself. For a second, I thought she was just going there just for funsies. Just like, if he comes, What's, if he what, comes. Were they meeting together? They were meeting there together. Oh. I don't know why he didn't pick her up. It's weird. I don't know. I don't like how we never saw them agree <laughs> that she was actually going to go to prom. Uh, right. Did she, did she have his number? I don't know. I feel like they were meeting. I think she was going by herself. No, she when she sees him, she's like, hey. Oh. Like, he like meets at the like top of the stair where it's oh, ready for her. Oh, okay. I suppose. Yeah. So it's at, so it's prom. Cat has arrived. She runs into Patrick, and she immediately apologized for questioning his motives. And he's like, "Yeah, no problem, yeah, babe. no problem." And then back at the girls' house, which is so funny, Joey has officially arrived to pick up Bianca, and the dad slams the door in Joey's he's like, face. Uh-uh. He's like, "Hey, Mister Stratford, I'm here to pick up Bianca." Ew. He's such a douche. Oh, absolutely. That the way he said that, I'm like. Hey, Mr. Stratford. I'm here to pick up Bianca. He said it just like him. I, I hate know. that. <laughs> I know. And he has a white tux on, which makes it worse. It looks like really nice, but like, who wears a white tux? Who wears a white tux? But this? unbeknownst to him, um, Bianca has mm-hmm. already left. She already got a date, boy. Another thing that happens, you know, Mandela. Back at prom. Yeah, back at prom. We're talking about Mandela. She's Kat's best friend. She's also <laughs> falling in love with Michael. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's one of the throw that in there. I was about to. I I was like, no, William, but his name is literally Michael. Yeah, his name is Michael, but she's been she's referring to him as William William Shakespeare as in William Shakespeare. So yeah, they have a little moment as Mm -hmm. well. She's looking for him on the dance floor. They lock eyes. They have their little cute little moment. Good for Michael. He's finally getting some love and affection. I'm happy for him. And then we see that. But then we hear in the background, or we don't really know who this band is, but Kat knows who this band is. And her favorite band is freaking performing. On the stage. On the stage. At prom. And Patrick's like, I called in a favor. Cool points. Literally. Cool freaking points. And I honestly feel like, is that the same band that performs at the end? Yes. Okay. So, like, the band that he calls in is a real, like, actual, like, famous band. A real band. band, In, like, the 90s. So, another indication that he actually might have money. Right, like how did he call them in? Right, um, he acts like he doesn't know this band. I'm like, who? Who's he calling? Could you imagine if you're dating like I got Frank Ocean before I'm here? Right, you're calling in like Billboard hits, <laughs> right? Chart top, right? In, rock stars, right? We're getting so married, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> At this bed, get on your knee because we're going to the courthouse. Yeah, and why do you need three hundred dollars to take me on a date? You're not poor, Stop right? It. Stop it, right? Who are you trying to fool? But anywho, yes, her favorite band. Due to Patrick is now performing at prom, and she's like, "Oh my god, I love, love this love, man! Love, 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 I love, love him." Um, so they're kicking on the dance floor, and now Bianca is in the girls' bathroom, and to a surprise, she runs into her ex bestie Chastity. And Chastity has. Did we say that Ch- Chastity left the party with uh, Joey? Yes. We'll just throw it in there in case. It okay, in case we didn't <laughs> say yeah. that at Bilky Longstein's party. Chastity leads with Joey instead of Bianca. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, hey, honey, you missed your chance. Mm-hmm. I feel like we said that, but. Yeah, just in case. Okay. I'll put it in there. So Bianca, no, Chastity's there to let her know that you're not the only sophomore. Like, it's a come to prom. Yeah. Sophomores? She's like, you're not the only it girl here, honey. Yes. I also, a sophomore, am at prom. Booyah. And she also tells, Ch- Chastity also tells Bianca Joey's little plan. Yeah, she's like, Joe just wanted to sleep with you. Blah, 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 blah. But honey, 
You talking all this hot ish? Where what's gonna happen? You were literally right. You were second choice. At the end of the day, he still wasn't asking you. And also, why are you so mad? You are the afterthought, Chastity. Why are you so mad? Why are you a hater? You know, Gabrielle Gabrielle Union always plays like the best black, the black, the best blackie. No, (laughs) that's not it. That's not it. No. <laughs> Is that, no. No, that's not it. Um, I want to say the best black friend, black girl. I'm not saying it right. The, the best, the best st- friend, friend that's a black girl. I don't know. In a lot of movies from that time. Yeah. Well, I feel like this, and then she's all, all that. that. And I always get, I always get what movie she plays like the the mean. nice one, and which is the mean one. one. Yeah, ten things I hate about you. She's, she's the mean one, and then she's all that. Yeah, she's, she's nice, good. and always and it up. doesn't look good on her, and she's all that. Her being nice, it doesn't it's, right. It seems calculated. Yeah, as it's like, why aren't you a little bit more <laughs> right? I think she should be. I think she should have been the nice girl on this one, and mean, and she's all that. Maybe so. I think it would fit. Maybe so. I agree. Yeah. Um. Anywho, I don't know why. I and then also, so okay. Right. Since we're we're on the topic, and then Mandela, uh-huh. she's in another '90s movie. You know, Drive Me Crazy. Yes. 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 So yes, yes, in yes. this one, she's nice <laughs> and she plays the best friend. And Drive Me Crazy. Oh, okay. She plays the best friend and she's she's mean. She's mean. Do you or think vindictive, you know. You think it's a nice fit? Yes, I think she plays both roles well. Okay. Good. Yeah, I like her in this movie. Yes. Shout out to Mandela. Yes. But anywho, Ch- Chastity is hating from inside right. the club. Right. What's, um, what's your problem? What's your beef? Um, and then back on the dance floor, Kat and Patrick are cutting up. They're cutting a rug. They look so cute. They're like, yeah, they're, they're having a good they're time. Vibing. Kat has let her hair down. The girl can dance. Yes. He's like twirling her around. He's like dipping her, you know. Yeah. They're, they're having, having a great time. They own, they're owning the stage. The, the stage. The, the dance, dance floor. floor. Um, and this is where Patrick reveals to her that he was in Milwaukee last year. Yes. He was not in jail. He was not incarcerated. Yes. He spent his summer. None of the rumors are true. None of the none <laughs> of the rumors are true. <laughs> he, go to jail. he spent his summer sleeping on his grandfather's couch, mm-hmm. eating spaghettios because his grandfather was like sick. Oh yeah. And I he w- was taking care of him. I wonder if his grandpa died. Probably. Oh. <laughs> Dead. Death. So just when you thought everything was going great, enters a man. And <laughs> a man. <laughs> another enters male. Joey enters male. the picture and is very upset because, you know, he's finally at prom without Bianca. Yes. And goes up to Patrick. Because the whole point of this, he was right. supposed to be at prom with Bianca. With his girl. So he could, like, basically That's sleep what he's been her. slugging out hundreds and $300 bills for. Yes. So he confronts Patrick and he pulls him and he's like, hey, I haven't been paying you all this money to take out this B word right. in regards to cat. So loudly. Right. They're like literally five feet away. Yeah. And as soon as she, as soon as he says that, cat like turns and like, um, excuse me, what's she, going on she here? She doesn't even question it. She's like, oh. Yeah. It like, it's like a light bulb. She's not even like, what, what happened? She's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't even need to hear any more. Exactly. So Joey's like, I haven't been paying you all this money to take out this girl for me to show up to prom empty handed without Bianca. Yes. And then Patrick's like, hey, hey, hey. Calm down, bro. You're speaking really loudly right now. He's like, lower your voice. Please. It's too late. It's literally a five second scene and just like covers blood. Yes. Cat's out of the bag. Oh. When you said that, I was like, no pun intended. There you go. Cat's out of the bag. But the cat is out of the bag. Cat now knows that Patrick's intentions were in fact not pure. Um, Yes, they weren't. And Cat runs off. Patrick follows. And while they're doing that, 
Carmen, I want to say so bad. Cameron. Cameron and Michael go up to confront Joy for whatever reason. Yeah. And they're like, hey, man. You can't you can't be mad. Yeah. They're like, hey. Yeah. Immediately, Joy pushes Michael, Michael to, to the, the ground. ground. It's so funny. It's like instantly he's like coming up. He's like, shoop. And, <laughs> and then Cameron's like, hey, hey, hey. Right. That's enough. That's my friend. And I think Cameron was going to, like, calm down the situation walk away. But then Joey calls Bianca a bitch. He likes to call the women the B-words a lot. Yeah, he likes to call the woman outside He said it, like, five times. He calls, he calls everyone, every one of them, both of the sisters, a B-word. Yeah. A couple times. So. And then Cameron's like, don't talk about my girl. Yeah. And he's like, that's enough. And then Joey punches literally him. punches the oh. poor, helpless, useless, scrawny little boy in the face. Yes, but. Bianca comes to his rescue. Yes. Bianca is the knight in shining armor. Right. <laughs> in this scenario. And she turns to Joey and she's like, hey. And then so she kicks him mm-hmm. in the groins. Right. And then she's like, that's for hitting my date. Mm-hmm. Then she, what does she do next? She pun- She punches him on the like right side. Okay. She, okay. So she hits him in the groin. She's like, that's for making my date bleed. Uh-huh. She punches him. She hits him with the left hook. Yeah. And she's like, that's for my sister. And she hits him with the right hook. And she's like, that one's for me. And then Joey falls also to the ground. ground. Also- and then he's like, God damn it, Bianca. You know I'm shooting a nose ad tomorrow. He's laying on the floor, Bianca and Carm. Cameron. Cameron. Are start kissing and they're in love. They're like the greatest couple. They're the they're couple. so. Adorable. I think they're the best couple yeah. in this whole movie. Forget Favorite Kat couple. and Patrick. So outside of prom, Cat and Patrick are yelling. Um, and she's basically like confronting him about the fact he only went out with her, be, you know, to get paid. And not only did he get paid to go out with her, she he got paid by her biggest enemy, which is the oh, true betrayal. Right. It wasn't just anyone. It was Joey. Joey out of all freaking people. Literally. So Even the devil and I would prefer it. That is really like the biggest portrayal to her. And he's trying to like calm her down yeah, and he's right. trying to like plead his case and he's like, I love you. Like, I'm, not, I'm not buying you, dude. And then she's like, boy, get away from me. Boy, and then bye. he tries to kiss her and he's like, he, he like forces his face on her and she's like, literally get off of me. Right. Like, literally, you think I would be the type to fall for that? Right. It doesn't work. His failed attempt, his last attempt at, like, trying to solve the situation does not work. So, the next day, we're back at the girls' house, and Bianca and Kat are getting along swell. They're hanging out outside, and then Cameron has come to pick up Bianca Bianca to go go on a date. date. They're going sailing. Yes. So, they're off, being super cute, and Kat's dad has come outside to talk to her, you know, just about, you know, his feelings and how prom went. And he's very proud to hear that Bianca punch, punched the crap out of someone. Right. His dad, the dad expresses his sadness that, you know, one day his girls has to leave because he still has trauma and is still processing the fact that his wife left them. I wonder why she left. I wonder why she left. She's so rich. Right. Look at that mansion of so a house rich. that they live in. And then the house is next to the water. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, I don't know why she would run away. It seems like she had a decent life. Any, if anything, she could divorce Yeah, you probably money. don't work. You live in this <laughs> right. lovely home. You got two cute daughters. I wonder how she's Yeah, your husband's kind of janky, but girl, look at the house you live right. in. Right. Whatever. Uh, ungrateful. Ungrateful. And then he basically gives his um his blessing for her to go to Sarah Lawrence. Yes. And she's so excited. And she's so excited. Sarah wonder, Lawrence is an all-girl liberal yeah. arts college. I wonder what's going to happen between her and, and uh, Heath. Are they still going to date? 
Oh yeah. I mean, because he's not going to college. Yeah, <laughs> he can't. He's, he's definitely. He's definitely. I'm hoping he's a year behind because he needs to be like a freaking junior, honestly, because he missed the school. Yeah, yeah, he does. But anywho, so next day we're at English class. Patrick has finally showed up for class. He's actually sitting there because they, they have English class together. He's, yeah, he's actually he in his call. class, but he's literally never in it. Yeah, he's really. Oh yeah, he really isn't going to graduate. I forgot he like actually doesn't even come to class. Yeah, the black teacher um, <laughs> is very happy to hear that Joey got his. His comeuppance yeah. is, <laughs> as a black guy the next day. Yeah, Joey has a black eye and it's written all over his face. Yeah, he's wearing like sunglasses. It's, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But today's the day the students present their little Shakespeare um, poems. I've written down cats. Um, Please recite it. But I, I didn't want to say the whole thing because... I think you should. Okay. I deleted it. <laughs> I deleted half of it. <clears throat> I'm going to try to like do it the way she does it. I hate the way you talk to me and the way you can cut my hair, your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate it when I hate your big, dumb combat boots and the way you read your, my mind. I hate you so much. It makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate it when you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around. And the fact that you didn't call. But most, I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Bro! Thank you! That's just so lovely. Love is so lovely. I do want to say, I read that she didn't plan on like crying in it. But she was like halfway through, she got just like really emotional. And she started crying. They did like one shoot. And she's like, I wasn't sure if it was like... I just got these emotions out of anywhere. Like this was because like it was just so emotional that this was like my big, mm. my big, my first big major film. Oh. She was like exhausted by the end of it, but oh. she like cried. Oh, and that's the first take they did. Oh, I love that for her. Right? Watch it again. You'll be like, oh, those tears are real. Acting, acting. And then like he's just like watching it. And he's like, wow. Yeah, and they're like literally like googly, well not googly eyed, but they're like literally watching each other the whole time that she's talking. I wish something like that happened in high school. I'd be like, this is hot drama. Like, this is amazing. I would literally be like, I'm so uncomfortable. Oh my God, I would love it. Could you imagine if you watched that whole thing play out? It's like, oh, those two are dating at the party? Oh, those two went to prom together? Oh, they stormed off. If I see the whole thing play out, If I saw that, I would literally be like, these two are lame. No. I'm like freaking losers. I would literally be texting my group message like, no, <laughs> I would like, love you it. You won't believe these two squares. No, I'd be like, did y'all see Kate dating someone? I was like, that was the most awkward thing I've ever seen. No, I would life. love it. If this was reality, I mean, yeah, I'd be it would like, be gross. It would be super gross. It would just be two like nerds doing it. But in this like Hollywood film that I'm in and everything's juicy <laughs> and drama, I'm like, ugh. Eating it up. Living for it. Living for it. So after she gives her, her little poem, her little speech, she runs out. Right? She's gone, right. She's <laughs> gone. Um, and Patrick follows her. Does he? I don't know. I'm not sure if he does. Because the next scene is like the end of the school day. So I don't know what he I don't think he follows her. Oh. I thought she was running out to go home. Why she running? She yeah. runs out and she goes. I don't, yeah. But anywho. Matrix. So um, she goes to her car, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. School parking <laughs> so lot. So she goes to the school parking lot. She goes to her car. And in, remember, she's a lover of rock bands uh-huh. and whatever. So dream. in her driver's seat is this like very expensive looking, another indication to why he has money. But he probably spent the money. He used the money from the bed. Right. He used the money from the bed. Duh. So the 
in the driver's seat is this very expensive like electric guitar it's white it's really cute it's white it's nice that we've seen her like oogle and ogle at yeah. and in prior scenes um so he bought this guitar for her using the money that he got from the bank yeah which is the least the you least you can do so um she like looks at it she's like in awe and she picks it up and then when she turns around patrick is like standing yeah. behind her and I guess she she pretty much just forgives him. Yeah, and she was like, "You think just because you can buy uh-huh. me a guitar that I'll forgive you every time?" Right? Yeah, there's not that many guitar. He's like, "I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna buy you a whole band set." Yes, <laughs> that's what he yes. says. But, but they kiss. ultimately she forgives him, and they kiss, and that's it. And then while they're kissing in the background, the song "I Want You to Want Me," I need you to need me. Right, so that song is playing in the background, and we see the band that's been like throughout the whole movie, like playing yeah, the band on, that played at prom and stuff. They're playing on top of the school. I bring that up because I also read that it was very expensive. It was very expensive, <laughs> and like the director scene. told them, you have to get this right. Every time this helicopter takes off to record y'all, it's half a million dollars. I don't understand how though. I don't understand. I was like, he's got to be a little. He's, he's half giving, a million dollars for a, a helicopter to take off a helicopter ride is like six hundred dollars i don't know maybe i don't know why it was so expensive right and i was like this uh, clearly before drones because, i was literally about to say they could have used a drone for this but scene. i think it was before that they must have been like oh, definitely in was. prototype yeah. but i was like why is it so freaking expensive but maybe because they had to get like someone special to like like i get they were on them i mean i get that they're on the but roof half of the a million school. dollars i don't know why either my biggest fear would be maybe the they had to pay, i'm sorry <laughs> i was like maybe they had to pay for like air air to fly a helicopter that close to the school in the air i'm sorry what were you about to say <laughs> but if, i just no i'm laughing at you but i'm laughing at myself yeah what she said <laughs> you hear me i was thinking like maybe they had to pay for like the air rights maybe oh. to fly that i'm assuming that's not a oh, helicopter maybe? zone i don't know how that works but oh. maybe the air rights maybe girl i don't know but my biggest fear would be the fact that i had to perform on the roof of a school and then the roof that it's they perform is so Dang. tiny i wonder how they got up there but anywho it's a beautiful ending yes yeah, a beautiful movie it's so cute and it's it's one of the best it's the 10 things i love about this movie man but there is more than 10 things to love yes. about this movie because it it has four out of the four needed elements what, to make in prom. prom party bet bet party or bet. makeover makeover oh yeah we put we put makeover and bet together oh prom. graduation graduation oh dang it doesn't have a graduation yeah. did i say graduation you did mm, doesn't really need a graduation maybe sometimes meh, meh. Nah. Well, mm. um, what's your favorite quote? I don't know if he said any quotes this time. Any quote? There's, there's not that many good ones. Um, look at me, look at me. You know what I mean? I, yes, I do, but I don't even think we mentioned that quote. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking right now, so I can like throw it in there to like. Oh, um, yeah, it's not super quotable. Maybe <laughs> look at, maybe look at me, look at me. One of maybe one of the the little poems, something from the poem. Oh. Uh, I hate that when you lie. Or, no, literally something that comes out of the, the counselor's mouth. Like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> She's crazy. She is bonkers. I'll look, I'll look up some quotes and we'll pick them. If I pick a quote that we didn't talk about, you know, get, a, get over it. Get over it. But, yeah, great movie. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. Okay, well. Questions, yeah. 
Follow us on um, follow, rate, subscribe. Like, rate, follow, comment, subscribe. You can start saying the beginning. Even if it's mean, we don't care. Oh, I, I very much well, do care. Well, Jordan cares, but I feel like it still helps the algorithm. Yeah, zero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it still does. Yeah, yeah, everything else. But yeah, rate, subscribe, come back later. Love you. Happy birthday, Jay's Day. Jay's oh, yeah, birthday. today's my birthday. I'm 27. Woohoo! Get up there in age, man. Yes. I hate it here. Yeah. Don't okay, everyone. We love you. Good night. Bye. <laughs>